would you not put the headphones on? You're giving me shit. Yeah, you can't. You can hear us, but we can't hear you. That's the problem. Yeah. It's either all in. Uh, I can't hear you. Your mic's not checking. He's not talking. Oh, sorry. You're turned on. There you go. I'm still. I'm still trying to figure this thing out. Welcome to the Matrix, boys. The Matrix. We're in it. We're in the Matrix. Yes, we are. All right. Um, do you have an extra one of those cigarettes? I get up. I, I put them out on the table for you. Uh, I figured. I just was being polite. American spirits. I'm working on it. American spirit. All natural. I it's grabbed. Dead. I grabbed four uh, sweet Janes and one another rose. Mitchie. American spirits. All natural. One second. It has point nine nine less percent chance of giving you cancer. <laughs> I'll take those odds. <laughs> You know, it's uh, we'll take whatever we can get. You know, there's there's a one percent less chance of getting cancer. It's they all natural. They take it, you know. Oh man, why do you gotta tempt me like that? Looks pretty good. I'm afraid I'm gonna fucking burn Keith's <laughs> mic cover. Yeah, when you go to hit it, just pull away. Yeah, I don't that, care if yeah. you blow the screen. I, I gotta get, I gotta get that uh, talking and n- not smoking at the same time kind of thing down. Yeah, well, if you just if you just hit it away from the mic, uh, and you can blow smoke on it. I don't give a shit. It's gonna smell regardless. We're gonna smoke cigarettes in here. We're gonna smoke cigars in here. It. These things are yeah, going to get kind of smelly. The smell's inevitable. Well, you know? I didn't look to it's see if the these covers are... that'll smell. Right, I didn't look to see if these are washable, machine washable. I'll have to look. I bet you they're not. This is styrofoam, bro. I Whatever the fuck this is. This is probably cheap as fuck. Yeah, You're they were... Journeyman. They were... Uh, they did you were, buy the covers separately? Yes, yeah, so the covers came separately. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. the, the, setup, on the, mic? the setup did not come with them. And they were like six bucks for a pack of two. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 that's not too bad. No. You just order my name is on. If they get real smelly, you know, if people get insecure, you know, it's not too much. I should actually just order a bunch just to have on deck, you know, and change them out every so often. Yeah. Yeah. It's no it, no big hurry, obviously. You know? No. We'll have to look into that. Oh, no. When you, when you get a podcast with Ion, you might want to get him a new one. I got a... Uh... Mustard in my beard. I saw uh, that. Yeah, you got a little I bit of that. I wasn't going to comment there. on it. It's down low. Down pal. low. Yep, there you go. Oh, you got out. You're good. Beard looks fucking nice. I thought it looked a little scruffy. I'm out there, it uh, I like it. It's his winter beard. Yeah, yes, I knew I knew he was growing out the winter beard because it's thick. You have to. Santa Claus. Yes, sir. I'm letting mine grow you even know, though it's coming in patcher than I'd like it to. You know, it really helps in this cold weather, you know, because... You know, no need for a face cover when I have this wonderful beard. Built in. Eat a bag of cocks. It's like there's a reason why uh, men grow facial hair. It's because they had to hunt in the winter. Yeah. How do you explain me, bro? Uh, You're a beta? Lack of testosterone. It's true. I have a <laughs> lack of testosterone. Beta versus alpha? Yeah. You got damn right. How do I raise my tea? I need to start working out, bro. Working out. Working out would do wonders. it. Yes, it would. It'd help with that for sure. Yeah. Sauna? I haven't Anna does it. it. I haven't. Anna increases your testosterone. I saw you were in the sauna the other day. I Mitch, I saw you were in the sauna the other day. I swear to God you were wearing jeans. How did you see me in the sauna? Uh, the Be Real app. You posted one. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's were right. you wearing jeans or was that my eyes? 
I was, not, I was not wearing jeans. Dude, I thought you were wearing <laughs> jeans in the sauna. And I was like, this man is a madman. Somebody stop him. <laughs> no, those were um, those are sweatpants. Okay, all right. They looked blue. They looked they blue. They were Eddie Bauer sweatpants, to be exact. Mm. Dude, he From came, Costco. Costco, he the he best. home and one day, and his fucking pants were soaked down to the knees. His, yeah. His fucking... <laughs> Down to his knees. His though. be real showed that. All right. They were literally soaked down to your knees. I'm I was going like, oh in, my God, this man's wearing jeans. That's what happens jeans. when you go in a sauna. Sweat. You, really? Yeah. Is it hot? <laughs> I'm going in Monday. I mean, not as hot as it's out today, you know. All right. I'm going to go get a membership Monday. Okay, fellas. Oh, we, about time. We have to Let's talk about done. something here. All right. So, you know how I was talking about doing that 75 hard challenge? Yes. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm assuming you're not. We're not. We are doing a modified version of it, and I want to fill you guys in on it and see if you want to participate. So right now it is me, Steen, and Wyatt, okay? And it's a modified version, and what we did was we took the basic rules of 75 hard, and we modified them to our particular um, routines and goals. And I'll read you my list, and I'll read you Steen's list, and see if you guys think that you guys want to participate. Um, One second, got to find it here. All right, yeah. While you do that. So, I'll wait for Mitch to get back. He's walking over to try the new whiskey. Get you a little bit of ice there. He's opening that bitch up. There we go. We still have to determine how that's pronounced. It's Mixture. Mick. Mixture. 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 Established in 1753. Right? It's a good bottle. That's a pretty damn good bottle. Mm -hmm. Certain. Ooh, that sounded great in the microphone. Hey. Fuck podcasting. Let's do ASMR. Just whiskey and cigar smoking. The lighting of cigars and the, the pouring <sighs> of ice and whiskey. Yes, yes, that would be great. How do you like that Manhattan, Mitch? My dick's already hard. I enjoy it. I'm a sipper, though. So that is not the reason why I'm not drinking it so fast isn't because I don't like it. Did you like it, Mitch, and though? Oh, dude. Oh, that's, a, that's a solid one. That yeah. was wet. We got to record that one and just use that as on the. It's been recording for the past six and a half minutes. No, I mean, but like, click that button. Just go. Yeah, pop. dude, actually, that's a good idea. Click of a button, you get the cork pop sound. Okay. Every so, time somebody pours a new drink. So here is my list of what I have to do. So I get a max of four drinks per week. Okay. And that's just where I'm at with alcohol. I get a minimum of one jug of water per day, which is 36 ounces, no, 64 ounces. And then 30-minute yoga session every other day. I should change that to every every weekday. And then I get a full week out, or full week out, Jesus, a full workout every other day. And then I'm doing 10 pages of reading or 15 minutes every day. Um, one page of writing every day and then my vape has to stay in the car at work and I'm in bed for eight hours every night seven and a half hours of sleep and then I can eat out once during the week and two times on the weekend so really what we did was we just took the 75 hard basic rules and then we modified them for what we think we need to do to 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 better where we're at now so I need a routine. So like, if you send me that shit, and I can just stick to something, I mean, 
it's better than nothing. Sure, sure. And so I've modified mine since we started it, and I haven't been keeping up with it very well. But uh, it's not it, – so, like, the 75 Hard, I was doing some, like, reading on it and listening to podcasts about it, and they were talking about how guys who do the 75 Hard, once they reach their 75 Hard, they'll fall off for, like, a month or two uh, because they reach that goal, and then after that goal, they just kind of go back and revert. And uh, I was like, I don't want that. I'm looking for a more consistent discipline. So uh, what I want to do is not set a date on it, but I want to set just like basic everyday tasks that I can do to better my health and better my education and my intellect. And so that's what mine are based around. And they're real simple. It's like finish a jug of water a day, read and write for, you know, 10, 15 minutes every night, work out for 30 minutes every day or not every day, every other day. Real simple stuff like that. You know, just basic little habits to add. That sounds like a good buffer to actually getting into the original 75 right. card. Into something more intense. Yeah. Which is a goal. Which is a goal of mine. So, I'd like, like to get it's into like a way of good, good way of building yourself up to something like 75 hard. The original 75 hard. Right. And then after, and then even like you, like you said with the 75 hard and you like you feel like you've done, you complete it challenge mm-hmm. over just do something more intense after that and just keep the train kind of going right that's kind of my goal that's where i'm i'm looking towards is uh building on top of that and that's why like it's it's nice that we're allowing ourselves to adjust these as we go the start has been rough so we've adjusted them in the negative position which is uh which isn't a bad thing because if you you if you try something and it's not working adjust it a little bit so that way it works consistently and yeah. then build on that. You I, have to I find d- that fi- uh, foundation. I definitely, I definitely think the consistency is the biggest deal. The I biggest mean, part. More and more intense. Like is nothing going to do, but stress you out a little bit more. You know? Right. And then pull you away from it. Maybe. I mean like, yeah. It, David then, Goggins would disagree. I mean, yeah. Well, I'm not no yeah, fucking David yeah, Goggins, bro. David Goggins either. I mean like. I have to give water. That's to kind of the goal, right? Eventually. I mean, no, the intensity is like not the, the intensity is not the problem because we live on the intenses, man. We're, we're addicts. We come from addicts, right? And so we, we're intense in almost everything we do. We, we go hard in the paint with everything we do. We, you know, we're, we drink hard, harder than most people, you know? Uh, And when we're dieting and doing other things like that, we also go very hard. And so it's kind of like, our biggest problem is being consistent and just like, because life's like a roller coaster, right? You go have ups and downs, right? Right. But you want to minimize those hills, right? You slowly want to minimize those hills and get to a perfect balance level, you know, like balance, you know? And so like, it's my favorite word. That's the key, right? So, so like a, a roller coaster isn't balanced, right? If you're falling up and down or if you're trying to get more and more intense, that's not really balanced at all. It's literally just it's you're, you're riding up, 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 and then you'll have a big fall, man. I mean, we all go through it. That's I literally mean, the dopamine we, we, system. We all fail, right? And so like you're yeah, trying to get but, a good, but good that's, even balance. Yeah, but that's where like a person like David Goggins or Jocko Willink like – um, shines because they have dis- the discipline to shut that off, to sure. shut that down, that shut that fall off and just get right back on it. I mean, you know, like that's that's the key. Discipline equals freedom. I think that's one of the 
most simple ways. Sure. Were you born with discipline, though? Were you born with that? I mean, no. I don't think so. I think it's something you have to build. Okay. And I mean, I have, I have a pretty good, pretty good start to discipline, but I'm, my discipline is nowhere near someone like a fucking Jocko Willink, however the hell you say his last name, or David Goggins. That's something you have to build. Right. And I am miles, miles. One thing I noticed, I guess, from both of those guys is they went to the military. I'm on a different continent. (laughs) (laughs) I'm literally in East Asia studying Buddhism and I'm, so far from them, it's actually ridiculous how I could even get to them. What do you even? Say I'd have to right invent. I was. To, I'd have to literally. <laughs> I'd have to literally invent the plane, in order, like in my mind, like something so dramatic would have to happen to my brain, right now, where I would need to fucking like invent the plane or invent the automobile. I think in order that's to get a to them, far. Well, <laughs> no, it's true though. But I, I, okay, I see what you're saying though. You get, I see you what, get my you're, point? I get what you're like. I, I'm a, I'm in a different place mentally than them completely. I mean, like, sure, but I bet you still have well, a little foundation what, of discipline you can build on. Oh, oh I do. I, yeah. I mean, I was I mean, a wrestler. Talk about wrestling. Yeah, I was just yeah, gonna I say. I mean, I was a wrestler. I have it um, in me. I mean, but, like, well, the thing with those two guys, they're both military background. So, like, that's probably where they built that discipline and then they carried it on into sure. normal life. That military so, foundation was probably so, massive. Yeah, I'll, I'll say that right. Yeah. Yep. I'll agree with that right away. Like, yep, that's where they got it from and they just kept it going. So, how do you get to that point? How do you get the discipline they learned through military? And how do you, how do you get that out, out of real life? Sure. So, like, I guess that's kind of what you guys are discussing right now. Sure. The problem, the problem that I have is I don't have a fucking drill sergeant. I have a little bit of one in my head. I, I can be a drill sergeant at times um, to myself, but I don't have a drill sergeant, you know, externally that's yelling at me to make me do those things to start that discipline. So I have to, like, I have to like uh, set my task at a really low level at times, levels that are lower than, like, I would, like, sometimes I have to set my task so low that I'm like, Jesus Christ, man, like, for real, that's how low you have to set that to, like, be able to do that consistently. Like you're pathetic. Yeah, like you said earlier, like both of you said earlier, consistency is the key. I think so. so. Like there's just one thing you can do. Well, okay, this is one thing. The same guy who created 75 Hard, he also created the power list, which is like this is what he called the power list. It's five things. You got to do five things every day, and it it can be the smallest task, but you just all you got to do is do those five things every day. Yeah. So it could be like like writing down something that you did that day like uh, writing a note in your journal drinking a gallon of water that day reading one page of a book and you just keep doing those those five things that you do every single day mm-hmm. you just keep doing those five things until it becomes like a habit exactly and then you write a new five things exactly or you just start swapping those things out exactly but you're always doing five new things right. a day that's that's kind of what this challenge that I'm doing now is I, I mean, obviously, it's not the same five things every day because I have, like, intermediate. My workouts are every other day, but it's weekly. On a weekly basis, I have to finish this list. I think there's, like, nine nine things on it. So it's it's basically that, except for it's modified to, uh, to what I believe I can do. Um, and like I said, I've been adapting it so that way that I, I become more consistent at it. I mean, I've been I've – been, 
overwhelmed by this microphone setup and this podcast setup yeah. that I, I've forgotten about it this week because I was too excited. And I just wanted to get out here and be recording. But I would like to be getting on that. And I was... Excuse. Yeah, well, dude, this is fucking dope. <laughs> hey, okay. man. This is so sick. Calm down with the judgment, all right? We're learning here. Hey, right. I'm just trying to help them out. Yeah, yeah, no, I need I need guys that are like that, honestly, straight up. You do need people who fucking are like, you little bitch. You little yeah, bitch, fucking yeah, do your on, shit. Man, like, come on. Five but things. Literally, like, you, today. You honestly, up, you, with you, your... The thing is, you set it up to not be that hard. So, I mean, if you're going to set it up to right. not be that hard, then but, do it. But I had oh, but to get to that point. To do it every day. No, no, no. He's talking about the podcast. The podcast. I had to get it set it up. Or no, what are you talking oh, about? I'm talking about your list that you set up. You set it up to be not super difficult. Sure, Did but you like, not? but like a day to like today. I got off work. I came home, got in my truck, and I went and filled up all four of those propane tanks. And then I he's came been, back here to set up. Every, I literally haven't sat down yet. He's literally. This is been, the first time I sat down. Today. He's literally been working his you ass know? off all week, even like getting this table set up. I mean, like, what have you done this week? I mean, like the Marshall. Truck, I get the I get what you're trying to Marshall, do. You got a hard on for Keith right now. You're hey, trying to defend no, him for I it. Mean, <laughs> you got, that's fine though. I mean, but like, all right. I'm just giving him shit, man. All right, that's fine. You know, you two I, fight like your brothers or something. Yeah, son of a bitch. My he he hates this, but my favorite quote of all time. Yep, I'm gonna bring it into it. Okay, Carl Jung. Condemnation does not liberate; it oppresses. And I am the oppressor of the one I condemn and not his friend and fellow sufferer. Say the second part of that again. Condemnation Condem- does not... <clears throat> Condemnation does not liberate. Yeah. And I... It oppresses. Condemnation does not liberate. It oppresses. And I am the oppressor of the man I condemn and not his friend and fellow sufferer. Please elaborate. Yeah, keep going. So what what Carl Jung is saying here is just simply like uh to condemn a person or like you know like condemning whatever they're doing you know or anything like that it it's taking you're you're trying to like um put power over them you know like I guess in a sense and that's like what the like postmodern lens of like the modern world is kind of saying to us right you know that's the like postmodernism is you know uh what the liberals are kind of like going for nowadays you know it's like a lot of postmodernists subconsciously i don't think they yeah. realize it they don't realize they're yeah, they don't know. That's yeah, what they're yeah. well what is exactly the postmodern Okay, this is something that I don't actually know that I'd like to learn the definition of postmodernism because i don't actually know the definition for that but I hear it all the fucking time. Please elaborate, um, Marshall. So, I mean, postmodernism is like... All right. I'd say... Um, it's kind of hard to just... I don't really have a full definition. I, I, I see. I, I don't. I wouldn't know how to give it a definition. Yeah, so I'm going to look like, it up. Definitionally, I don't know. Jamie, can you pull that Jamie? up? Jamie, <laughs> yeah. Hey Jamie, what is a definition of postmodernism? Uh, I'm not very fast typer. Post. No, but I was not trying to. <clears throat> no, you were talking shit. I was and not I was trying to it. show power over Keith earlier. If that's kind of what you were no, saying, it's not. It's I can see it power, in your eyes, Bob. But I was, uh, I was saying poking that fun. 
I was saying that you decided not to do 75 hard because it was a little too aggressive, hard. aggressive, and you made a list that was less aggressive, but you still didn't follow the list that was less less aggressive. Mitchell, Joe Rogan says this, and it is true for me. Um, I'm my worst critic. You can talk all the shit and poke yeah. all the fun at that. Dude, me going, me going, oh my God, I can't believe you had to set your task so low so that you can do it consistently is constant in my head. I'm like, dude, you're a fucking bitch. You're a little no, fucking bitch. Yeah. You couldn't do 75 days of this fucking seven task. You had to change it so that way it was modified for you. You suck. You know, straight up. That's literally what plays in my head. So I appreciate the, uh, the push. It makes me happy, actually. Makes me go, fuck you, you, Mitch. Um, watch me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I want to piss you off. Yeah. So that way, next time, you're like, well, I'm going to prove that motherfucker wrong. Exactly. Okay, so po- postmodernism, a late 20th century style and concept in the arts, architecture, and criticism that represents a departure from modernism and has at its heart a general distrust of grand theories and ideologies as well as the problematic relationship with a notion of art. Any, any notion of art. Any notion of art. So, my understanding... That's a yeah, that's a, that's a long definition. You kind of have to break it down. So, my understanding of postmodernism is they have a distrust of... See, it doesn't make sense. When I think of postmodernist, I think they have a distrust of, like, authority and... Well, right now, reality. I really think they just don't trust. They just don't understand reality at all. But so I, I guess I don't understand what postmodernism is. So it's like grand theories. So like grand theories. I, that'd be like um, they they don't they no longer abide by like um, our common like moralities. I guess you know like values. Our common, common values. values. Yes. So like. Our values aren't the same anymore, right? We don't, your neighbor doesn't have the same values as you do anymore. It's, and with the internet and everything, this has expanded so much more so. You know, uh, your neighbor doesn't have the same values you do because, I mean, not everybody in your neighborhood's going to church anymore, right? And so, like, that's when all this shit started playing out. Like, people stopped believing in God, God. the death of God. That's what Nietzsche said, right? He predicted the death of God right around the time postmodernism was created. I mean, Nietzsche was absolutely beyond his time. He sold no, no books while he was alive. And after his death and after the whole craze of the postmodernists began, I mean, Nietzsche became one of the greatest uh, writers of all time, people didn't understand how this man knew all of this stuff that was going to take place. He just predicted it all. He predicted the get- death of God in a sense. I mean, we have no God anymore. Well, he didn't even predict it. He just saw it going on around him, and he established it. He was like, God is dead, and there will not be enough water to wash away his blood. Have you heard the the second part of that quote? It's a, it's It's a shame that it's left out. Nietzsche's um, death of God quote. It's a shame that it's left out because there's so much more to it. I I figured it'd pop up. I didn't know how to spell his last name at all. <laughs> yeah, it's a little it's a little lot. Let me see if I can't find it. Nietzsche? Nietzsche. Nietzsche. Uh, it's, I believe Nietzsche. it's Nietzsche. It's I guess I've heard it many ways. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. Um I've Nietzsche. I don't know. I've heard I've heard uh um Frederick Nietzsche. 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 
Nietzsche. That's yeah. what I believe. Yeah. Nietzsche. I believe that's the proper pronunciation. Okay, so I have multiple books by Nietzsche. Um, literally, guess I thus spoke their Zarathustra. Thus spoke their Zarathustra. Uh, I think that's a hard word to say. Fuck, it's so hard. That's a problem Um, with all this philosophy stuff, dude, is the words are hard. And that's another reason why I want to do this podcast. I can start figuring it out. Thus spoke Zarathustra. Yes. Okay. So it is so hard to get through. I have restarted it four times now. Literally. Yeah. I don't doubt it. I mean, I, I, every time I listen, it's just, it gets, it's wilder and wilder. I mean, like, I just have to put it down because it's like, it's too much for me, man. It's like, there's too much. Jordan Peterson really got me ready for Carl Jung. So I was able to ingest Jung. I didn't ingest everything, but I ingested a lot of Jung. Yeah. And Jung was great. He was great. His uh, autobiography, still awesome. One of my most... uh, Proud books to finish even. I mean, like, after I was done, I was, like, ecstatic. I was like, oh, my goodness, what an amazing, like, series of events I just listened to. I remember the exact house I was working on when I finished the book. Yeah? Yep. They had a big sheepdog. It was a, it was like a, a toy animal farm we were working at. They had, like, sheepdogs, longhorns. That's just shit. in the country outside of Central City. They just have a bunch of... Random animals, and they have chickens running around everywhere. You you had to be careful not to like step on eggs just in their front lawn. That's fucking crazy, dude. It was wild. I remember being in that house. Yeah, I would like to have chickens someday. I just, uh, I, that's so fucking cool. I think that I think it's a genius fucking thing to have chickens. I really want to find this uh this quote um, because I want I want to read the the Say remainder death, of it. Death of God. Oh, why did I say death? That's what I meant to do, but I was in a hurry. See, now, this is the closest thing I can find, but it's not. God is dead. God remains dead, and we have killed him. How shall we comfort ourselves? The The murderers of all murderers. What was holiest and mightiest of all that the world has yet owned has bled to death under our knives. Who will wipe up this blood of us? What water is there for us to clean ourselves? What festivals of anointment uh, or sacred games shall we have to invent? See, this is not what I'm looking for. It is not the greatness of the deed to do great for us. Must we ourselves not become God simply to appear worthy? This is not the quote I'm looking for. I mean, the biggest problem is we lack structure. Yeah, so we've talked about this. one structure. We, we've talked about this. All. Yeah, we're just, that's what the postmodernists say. Because they, everybody has their own versions of they rebelled. They call structure. They rebelled against, you know, the the norms that we had in place, right? But I mean, let's not, let's. Just, but I'm also not of the, you know, perspective that you know, uh, the norms were great in the first place, right? So like, I mean, there were problems with the norms, right? You know, like equality of everything. I mean, like, even still, I'm liberal in that sense, man. I'm just like, you know, everybody should have equal rights. I mean, like, it's just a matter of how far do you take it, and like. Uh, what are you willing to tear down in order to get uh, where you want to be? How much do you want to tear down? And do you have a plan to rebuild? That's the biggest problem without tearing down. A lot of people just want to well, tear down structures and things we have in place the thing is, without ever having a plan to rebuild anything in its place. I think one of the biggest problems is... We have no replacement. 
for God. I think one of the biggest problems is, is you have a structure that's built, and that's what you base your entire existence off of for most consciousness. Of um, okay, uh, hold on here. You, so you have a structure that is built, and you base your entire existence off of that. Yeah, like say somebody who's a Christian, born and raised, you know. Sure. For just as an so example. So when you when you say structure, you mean like a religion. A religion. Okay. Yes. Sure. Everybody has their own type of religion. Yeah. Whether you want to admit that or not, everybody has their own way, shape, or form yep. of a religion. Jordan Peterson would call this the hierarchy of values. Sure. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's the way so to put that's, it. So that's that's. The but, best way I've ever heard it okay, say. Yeah. Hierarchy of values. Okay. What do yes. you value more than other things? Yes. Everybody has a hierarchy. Sure, yes. and religion has so, a tendency to instill so, that in you. So, like, all right. Say our, our country was built off the, you know, Christianity religion. Whatever, yeah. You know? yep. So yes, it was. the problem with that, though, is it leaves certain people, individuals, out. You see what okay. I'm saying? So, yep. like, they're not, of course it does. they're not welcome in that structure. Sure. So then where do they fall? So then they don't have anything. So I think the you need to be able to have a structure that is open to change and willing to let everybody in. Sure. But so that almost seems impossible. It, it, it's not, though, okay? It's not, though. This is, this is where my thinking has been lying on religion itself. Um, so like Nietzsche said, that we've had a death of God. And when, when God is dead, what we need to do and what they've done in the past in history— is they took all of their gods, right? And they battled them. These gods had battles. This is where Marduk. No, is it Marduk? Marduk, yes. They, Marduk. And uh, time matter. No, no, that's a that's a creation story. I'm thinking of uh um Tiamat. Uh, no, that's a creation story. I'm thinking of the battle of battle no, of gods Marduk. and one came out on top. Marduk um, Marduk was the god that came out on top. That's a creation story. No, but he was the god. That came out on top. He was he had the all seeing eye. Was that Marduk? Yes, that was Marduk. Okay. Yes. Okay. He so had the so all seeing eye in the word, right? Okay. Well, I that was the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it stems from that. Okay. So so but in history, so so humans they had their when when uh, when different groups came together and they all had different gods, which is happening in the United States. We are we are a very diverse country. What happens? is their gods have to battle. And what what I think that means is what we need to do is take all the great religions of the world and we need to distill out what they all have in common, okay? And then that should be our basic fundamental values. So if you take all the different religions of the world, there are so many things that they have in common, many but we battle we many things in common, but we battle over the differences because we have a negativity bias. But 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 my my version is better than your version. Yeah, exactly. And we we pick out all these differences because, like I said, we have a negativity bias, and then we go to fucking battle over that. Where really, what we should do is be like, hey, our our religions have this in common. Why don't why why how in the world did our religions that were grown from different places in the world? find this particular thing to be valuable in both places in the world. You know what I mean? So that must mean that is valuable if we all thought that, even though we're on the opposite side of the globe. Well, that's where ego comes into play. Okay. I also ego think, comes into play. I also think there's another problem uh, about origins. You know, where do we come from? 
I mean, we have the creation myth, right? Uh, it's a myth. The ceramic model. Well, I don't right? think it's a myth. You have the ceramic model. Yeah. So the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I mean, your clay figurines yeah, that Jesus, God sculpted. Jesus was a carpenter, right? He, he breathed life into you. Breathed life, made it out of clay, and then he breathed life into you, right? He created you, right? So Alan like, Watts talks about this. Yes. A lot. Yeah. This is the Alan Watts uh, thing, and. Whereas, like, Asian countries, they believe um, life grew. And so, like, you grew like a seed growing out of the ground, right? Planting its roots and then flowering eventually. And then you'd fall back in, you know? And then, like, that's which, like... But which is how that, I actually think it's, it is. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I but, think that uh, we grow. I mean, all of all the patterns... That you look around, everything is growth. You yeah. grow. That we we but, weren't we yeah, weren't yeah, created. But, I, I think Christianity and then, and has then, that wrong. And then, you well, also, and then yeah, but and but, then you also get to the place of the Indians where they think it's just a play. Sure, we're just a play. Sure, well, you're talking about all we're doing Hinduism. Is well, Hinduism. I'll, go, I'll go back to that that Christianity thing of being sculpted. It, the sculpture is a, a, a way of growing too. It's a way of like. Like sure. You're growing, and you're in like so. As you're growing, you're sculpting yourself into a new person. You're sculpting yourself into a new version of yeah. yourself. You know, like you're, you're. Um, I'm good right now. Okay. Thank you. Cigars. <laughs> I'll leave that there so you can look at it. Yes. Mitch or Marshall Bottom. Okay, continue. Yeah, but but the problem with the way that Christianity presents it is that you are sculpted by someone that is not you. Right, so like sculpting yourself, like in life, yeah, that it, that's you sculpting yourself, right? But with Christianity, it it displays this perception that that you are sculpted by something that's other than you, which I don't prescribe to. I don't I don't think that's how that how it actually works. Um, I have a tendency to believe that we're all the same thing that God is. We're all God. That's a really far rabbit hole. I don't really want to go down too much. But yeah. I, I, I think mean, I think it's that just kind of like um, being a sculpture implies a sculptor, right? And so that creates a separation, and that's the problem I have with Christianity is that it separates you from God, but it, it tries to bring you back, but it's so, the origins of it are just so hard to bring you back. I mean, like it makes you. It gets you. It almost like beats you down in a sense, and then tries to build you back up, and like it makes you feel like you are a sinner, right? And then it tries to raise you in like uh, oath. It almost it's like the king, right? So this is the idea of the emperor, the king, right? In Egypt and everything, you had the where all this was created. You had the king, right, or the emperor, whatever of your kingdom or whatever and so he was up at the front stage right in declaring rules over your country and everything like that just one leader making all the decisions right and so all this was birthed from like that idea right that's all they had ever known everything like that and then they created christianity around that that's why you have your priest um up alone uh facing the congregation or whatever you know and like they still have all that shit right there. You know, he's up declaring things, right? Like so. 
Well, he's setting an example of what what you what you're striving to be, in a way. Am I wrong I in mean, that? I mean, like, but like, that's just like a fundamental difference of like the religions in the world, right? That cre- it's, it's it creates a separation. It creates a hierarchy of lower and higherness, but it it, it almost forgets the point sometimes of oneness with God. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, you just you you are God, like and like God is you and everything you know. Even Christianity states that. Well, they state it, but I feel like their structure is wrong. Like the the structure is not enticing anymore. It's not enticing to our modern culture, right? You know, like they have the good message. They have the messages. They know what it is. You know. Yeah. In in the it's in been corrupted. It's been corrupted by man. It's yeah. been corrupted by man. Money has money, man. You know, power, all those sorts of things. Because they want people. They they still want to rule like emperors. You know, they want to get people yeah, to do certain things. That's where the ego comes into play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's always so like, ego ruins. Just like the emperor and the king, which I think was based ego off is of the the um, structure underlying issue when it comes to trying to combine. Yeah. religions yeah like, was what you were where the start where yeah. they where they started, started. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, yeah. it's, it's yeah. like the problem is the structure somebody always and not wants the to message. be the always wants to be the like all right i'm the one who figured it out we're the ones who figured it out you know like sure sure yeah. they, they want a winning Ours side is better than really, your version of doing it our way of doing it is better than your way of doing it but know? really the winning side is the combination of all of them together yes right but, that, but, but that's but what that's you're talking about ego 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 comes prevents in. that sure it prevents that that's, but i don't well, think it's impossible to overcome that yes but ego is it's a very so, hard thing to beat yes we all need to do that's mushrooms so naturally we all mushrooms. have an ego and you can't want to do a mushroom show? <laughs> a mushroom podcast dude i'm down Bro, Dude, I'm I down. got. Continue. Yes, that we'll make would that happen. Be, I don't know. Almost too much. Incoherent. For yes, the it would. It'd be great. <laughs> it would be so good. It but, doesn't uh, even have to be for the listeners. But, but uh, yeah, yeah but, uh, right there. I'm in. What I was saying with like the ego thing is like we all have it naturally. Like mm-hmm. it's it's innate. It's the key, yep. yes, it's innate in every human. Yes, and I is. think that is what kind of like um, that's what um. That's what they're talking about when they talk about sin. It's 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 mostly your ego, you know. I believe is sure. what your sin. Sin kind of is drives that drives ego in a way, or I guess you know no, in a ego way. Ego drives sin. Is kind of what you're saying, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Your ego is what causes you to sin. Okay. Yes. Sure. And I Continue. think that's what the, like that's Christianity's version of. What ego is? I guess. Well, yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. I'm, well, is that right? So you're you're saying that you think ego drives sin, and that Christianity, when they say sin, is really like letting your ego get the best of you. Yes. But that yes. also that in also a way, in a way. Okay, is that not exactly I, what you're saying? Yes. That well, is. It I, is what I'm saying, but like, I mean, that's not. I guess that's probably not. All of it. Okay, yeah, because that, that's a huge I'd part. Yeah, of it. but because that implies that that uh, that there is a part of you that is divine, right? There's a part of you that is orientated towards towards something that. How do I want to say this? So, so if if your ego is what drives your sin, right? And the Christian mes- message 
is that that's what sin is, is, is allowing your ego to get the best of you. It implies that your baseline is like, um, that you have a baseline that is properly good, that is properly, is what you should be aiming at, right? And this is hard to articulate. All right, so the reason reason I say that with, with, okay, because what Christianity says is like we're all born into sin. Like we're all born into sinners. Sinners. We're all born sinners. We're all born with ego. Like ego is innate. Yep, same thing. Just like we're all born with an ego. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. You can't be a human without having an ego. Mm-hmm. You can't be a human without being a sinner. Without having sin. Sure. You know? And so it's just a different way of wording it, essentially, I think. Sure. Um, so you're equating literally that sin is ego. Yes. Because, well, <laughs> no, I, 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 I can't get behind this. I, I can't like, either. It's too exact. But, no, but, no, it's quite literally. like I mean, like, But right, I, I so think I'm on to what you're saying. Because I don't. But like I, I said, I'm not like saying it's 100% just ego. Yeah, right. But that is a like massive role. I, massive role. I mean, yes. I think it's 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 way too simple to even say that because like um if you get into Carl Jung, right? You know, you start reading about and then listening to like the shadow self, right? The things you s- suppress, right? The things you're not conscious of, but you you've experienced and things like that. What is what is and then it comes out in different ways, right? Whether that be good or bad and shit like that. And I mean, like, like, what do you say about that? If you're not conscious of it, and I mean, like, like that is more like sin than, like, the actual ego itself. Because the actual ego is necessary. I mean, like, you can't live life without your ego, right? Oh. You know, you well, that's what I'm saying. You, have, you can't be human have, without you ego. Have, you have no orientation without your ego, right? Yes. You know? But yes. Christian, ego, hold on. Ego, when it's utilized correctly... Is a powerful. It's, it's a very, very good powerful. Thing. Very you good can thing. do yeah. so much good. Right, with exactly. Ego too. Yes, it is. Right, and so I think yes, it's more the I shadow. Agree. I think it's more the shadow self or the uh, what did what did Freud call it? He liked to call it the uh, super ego or something like yeah, that. The super ego. I don't fucking know. Yeah. Freud is something else. I don't um, know if he he called it the, your shadow. No, your no, super no, ego. That, I think shadow really was called it the shadow, shadow was young. Shadow was young, sure. a super ego or something like that was it's Freud. Freud super ego. And so There's the they, ego, the super ego. Yeah, and you know, Freud thought it was all fucking sexual and shit, and one of the fuck your mother kind of shit. I don't know. Freud yeah, was he had little, some weird Freud, sexual stuff. Freud, Freud did a lot, but he was a little he much. He added things. a lot. He yeah. was a little much and assumed a lot. Um, but I fucking lost my train of thought Freud, thinking about how much Freud, I fucking annoyed, Freud put a lot of his, Freud. You're good. Freud put in a lot of his own idiosyncratic Yeah, he, uh, issues. he put a lot of his own his shit. His own in stuff. That's in why there. that's why him yeah. and Young broke up. Yeah, right. He, right. Young no longer They were dating? Them. No, no. He was uh, Young, Young was, was his uh, mentor. Er, he, Freud, Freud was Young's mentor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they were dating. No, they weren't dating. They just <laughs> they they had similar thought patterns. They were both Great psychologists. Exactly. Where, where are they from? They created psychology. Or, uh, early 20th century, so like early 1900s. Yeah. Right after Nietzsche. So They were together. You they fucking were fucking, huh? Well, I think, I'm pretty sure Freud wanted to fuck his mom. That's the I'm way saying. it sounded. That's what I'm saying. So why would why he want to fuck? Why wouldn't he want to be with a dude? That's probably true. If you wanted to fuck your mom, you probably Just saying. have no boundaries. Just saying. Yeah, that's a good point. Mitch, you're a wise one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Where, possibility, right? I wouldn't I wouldn't 
Okay, to bring this back around, though. So, we started talking about religions, and I I exposed the idea of of bringing the similar values of religions together, and then we went down a tangent on the differences between religion, and it started with... Yeah, it kind of got all over the place there a little bit. Yeah, of course it did. Uh, that's because there's so much to it, man. There's right? so much, there's man. So we could talk about this for hours. Well, yeah. yeah, you can go into the rabbit hole because, like, everything relates to each other, and you have so many questions to ask. Remember, like, the amount of things we know are finite, and the amount of things to know are infinite. Infinite, so yep. we'll never have all variables in any subject at all. And so the best we can do is try to figure out what we can, right? Actually, that's, what, that's what's called hope, actually. So we'll that, never actually be able to know. So that's we'll why never we call know. it hope, right? And uh, that's why, I mean, like, just a random, like, subject here. Uh, my favorite fucking character of anything ever has been uh, TK from Digimon, the original Digimon series never seen it no all right so i'm not familiar at all so each each um each member of the original digimon series actually had a different um crest that represented them in their digimon and okay can i courage courage love compassion shit like that yep remember this uh can you explain what Digimon is first for me because i do not know it at all so i'm not following uh late 90s early 2000s anime okay um that uh, it was just a show, right? And so that became, it, it's pretty popular. It's a Japanese originated show, right? And okay. so they, uh, six or seven kids get transported into the digital world. They go into like uh, the digital world and then they meet monsters that were created there or okay. whatever. And sure. they each they each have a pairing, or a monster, or like a, yeah, digital monster to go with them or whatnot. Sure. And so, sure. um, that was kind of like pre-chosen for them, right? You know, like it was just destined to be almost. Right. You know? Yep. Based and on their characteristics. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so you get like um, the main the main dude had the courage uh, crest and everything. But my favorite character throughout it all was the little brother because I had a big brother, right? And so like I watched the show and uh, TK and his older brother Matt uh, – we're like symbolic for like me and Mitch here or whatever. And like TK's crest was hope. And he was the most powerful in the first season of the show. It ends with TK's monster, uh, digivolving is what they called it, becoming more powerful in a sense. Transcending. Um, Transcending. Yes. He transcends to defeat the first villain when everybody else failed. And because he had hope and, and really interesting. Okay, because Jordan Peterson and, speaks to hope, and I mean, like the um, the original like character was Devamon. Okay, that, that's the original villain. Okay, and Anjaman was the uh, character to defeat him. Okay, and Dejamon and Antamon, Anjaman, Anjaman, like Angelmon. Yeah, sure. he's he's yeah. he's pretty much an angel, literally so, like so demon, Angel- demon, yeah. and angel. Yeah, and that's. Yeah. The yeah. angel version was, it's the, same was the Hope Digimon. Yes, the Hope Digimon. TK, that was the Hope um, individual. Sure, it's literally the same pattern that, that, that the Bible um, puts out. That's the crazy thing about the Bible, man. The, the patterns that are in that book um, root out 
and spread out and grow out into every fucking aspect of everything that we experience. It's crazy because like every conversation that I get into, um, that's a deep conversation. It always turns to religion. There's a really interesting reason for that. So I didn't really grow up without religion, but that's an angel. And that's a fucking demon. If you look at that image, that's what I grew up watching. And so like I grew up without like structured religion, but I grew up with shows like this and like shows like this and avatar, the last airbender. And it gave me literally like a structure like religion. Watching these shows like built me into who I am today and gave me like these kind of stories. And that's the story of myth, right? You know, myth, stories, it's mythology, it's myth, yeah. uh, mythology, literally, right? literally looking at the spelling of this. So I'm looking, we got it up on the projector and it's Angemon and Devamon. It's literally A N G E M O N versus D E V I M O N. That's literally an angel and a devil. Angel it's literally devil. the same fucking yes. story. It's a ripoff. Don't get offended, but it's a ripoff yeah, of the yeah. of the of the Bible. But I mean, they're able to just create it into a cartoon yeah. that is able to be watched by kids and loved by kids and sure. adored by kids and instill like, this mythology in them. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Now I'd never heard of it, but uh, but there's a dude. Almost all stories. Almost all so, stories. Yeah, all this is the like the characteristics that, led that were a part it. of it were courage, friendship. Love, reliability, knowledge, sincerity, hope, and light. This sounds like a really great show for your kids to watch. Holy shit. This is what we grew up on. I mean, like, this is... Dude, I was watching, like, Spongebob and shit. This is bullshit. I watched Digimon and Avatar The Last Airbender. Avatar The Last Airbender. I've heard it's fucking fucking great. It's my favorite anime. I've never watched it. Never watched it. It's my favorite animated show ever, and, like, that's... So this is like your Christian version, right? In, yeah. You know, then that brings you into like the almost your Eastern Eastern philosophy. Yeah, yeah, Avatar: right. The Last Airbender, but sure it mixes does. everything. Sure. It, it creates the four nations, right? You know, you have the four, North, like the Water Nation, the Fire yeah. Nation, yeah. the Earth Nation. Yeah, right. And Wind the Air Nation, nation. And Air yeah. Nation. Yeah, the Air yeah. Nations, you nomads, yeah, and shit like that. And so, so you, you kind of had a, a beautiful balance of both the Eastern and Western, which is, I think, ideal. I think you want both. I yeah, that's why I'm like it's so hard. It was I I could never get in with either side. I mean, like throughout my whole life, I've just kind of just uh, balanced the two. Like I love both sides so much. I just kind of think about it all the time, and it's led me to like a wild place where my brain is just always in different places all the time. And sure, I just, I, I kind of lack. Um, structure from it in a sense that i have like so many different ideas and stuff like that i go like in and out of structure and non-structure and things like that you know but uh i just feel free all the time sure but but is it uh okay so i i think i'm on the track of what you're saying but Um, does that does that is that a um is that a benefit or okay so this is where i'm aiming at okay so so I think I've been I've been in that spot before. So so yes, it feels like you're walking on air all the time. But at times, does it feel like uh, you wish you had a solid structure that you could just bounce right. back to? Like you need you need something to ground you. Yeah, yes. I I literally was seeing. What do you fra- need here? You I, want that cigar? Yes, yes, please. I was literally seeing fractals of time and space on the drive over. What? Okay, explain that to me. No, no, I know exactly what you mean, but explain that to me because I've been Where here before. Where are the before. mushrooms, please? 
you don't need them no when when you blow out your ego. Well, I don't I don't want to say it's an ego death, but when you blow out your mind like that, you see that without mushrooms. Uh, Fractals of so, time. Please elaborate. Yeah. Uh, so tell me, tell basic. me about it. Reality itself, really. You know, I realize. You know, sometimes I just get into places where I can just see like reality as it is. I mean, like it's almost like a. All of a sudden, I just see everything at the same time. Like, it's just one great, like... Okay, visually, what do you see, though? Explain it to me, because I think I can uh, um, sympathize with it. It's like, I, I see a lot of mandalas. Yeah. Out of nothing. Like, Things, it's not geometric shapes, but it's, it's not like... not geometric, uh, but it, I mean, it's just like, it's like fractaled out in all directions. Like you know? a flower see, petal, kind I, of. I see a lot of circles, like yeah. a lot of, like... I, I see the circle and then it expands continuously. You try to you try to pinpoint an edge of the circle, you'll never find it. You can't right? you can't you look can never, at it directly. You can never find it directly, nope. right? But you you'll see the circles of like the patterns, you know, like they they'll just come and go and come and go and right. then they're back and forth and you're you're fractaling oh, out. I mean you like you said you saw these on the drive over. Drive over yeah. sober mind. I was just I was just parked on seeing Shit, as you drive, probably shouldn't be driving. Huh? <laughs> no, I was just uh, as no as I was a little questionable. No, I was just parked at a stoplight, and all of a sudden I like looked at the tail light in front of me, and then as I looked at the tail light in front of me, all of a sudden I just fra- it just fractaled out. The rays of it boom, come boom, towards boom. you, and, and then you as soon see as it I, like that, as soon as I see a green light, I'm just like, oh, we're moving right I'm back like, into it, right, right back, in. right back in. Yep. I mean, but like for like a minute there, I was just as soon as. It was just as long as, you know, the red stoplight or whatever. And then Snapping I was out, and then out I was it. I was in, and I was out. Like, it was just kind of yeah. like yeah. in and out, like, real quick, you know? Now, now Mitch, I know you... I think he, Andrew Huberman has an explanation for why you were seeing that. Elaborate? Because you've done a lot of psychedelics, and I've had this... Yes, I have. I've had this very similar experience. I have not. Multiple times. I've done more psychedelics than both of you. Probably combined. combined in this room. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I've only but, ever microdosed mushrooms. But here's the deal. I've had that ex- same exact experience. Like hip or uh, uh, peak hippie Keith, uh, I could I could experience that sober anytime, all the time. It was insane. And, and there was a time where I thought that I could possibly be schizophrenic. I swear to God. Oh, I've, I've been to that experience. Before. Yeah, where I was like, dude, this is not normal. Uh, but then, but then, what I what I realized was like, you know, well, you're not supposed to be blown out to live this life, and so that's why I do the things that I do nowadays because I'm trying to live this life, knowing that we've talked about knowing this. What? It's a bodhisattva. Uh, but, but like, okay, so when you're blown out, you can see reality like that in a fractal way. Uh, Without even trying to, it just happens to you, and sometimes it's fucking scary. Um, and I literally thought that I was getting LSD flashbacks. I thought that I'd burned myself out on LSD, and I would I would get these visuals um, w- without any notice. They would just happen. Um, and like for me, it was like it was the fractalization, like you're talking about. It was flashing strobes and stuff like that um, every now and again. Um, and so, like, I was curious about it at the time, and like, I thought it was kind of cool because I was in I was in peak hippie Keith, and I was like, God, I'm so woke that I'm like seeing the fabric of reality, 
And I was like, I can see things that other people don't see, bro. <laughs> Straight up, dude. <laughs> That's what I thought. But then, but then I was, I was so blown out that like, I couldn't participate in like, uh, family matters or regular day stuff. And because I would, I would be anxious about someone finding out that I could see things that they couldn't. And so like getting back in a way that was your ego. Sure, exactly. So there's so many layers to it, bro. There's so many layers to it too, because like, at the, like looking back on it, I'm like, I'm like, a lot of that was ego. I'm like, I know something you don't know. I know something you don't know. I'm better. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. Like I'm woker than you I've are. Seen the other side. Yeah, exactly, I, exactly, I know, exactly, exactly. So I know then more than you, bitch. I think. <laughs> I think sometimes my biggest problem here is like when I when I do see like I see things in a way I guess, um, and I've never had like a big psychedelic trip the most i've done is like three small mushrooms right you caps? know just like caps just like Stems just little tiny all. mushrooms like this stems. they're just yeah. little tiny ones they're just okay. little tiny ones you know sure. right and so like that's like the most i've ever done right and really so, like, i thought you'd done more than that no i i've never been all the way i've never been all the way so like oh my god marshall <laughs> you have to i want to go with your mind the way that it is it may be a little much, but I think it'll open some shit up for you. It's all about your attention going in. That's yeah. the thing. It's massive and your environment. But Yeah, and so like I, I've always wanted to do it, but I it's just never I never really felt right about going into sure. like well, a big maybe, one or whatever. Maybe well, you and don't I've need also it. I've also told him to do it in the right scenario. Yeah. I've also but, told him to wait. But the yeah, fact that you're into this kind of stuff that we we you and I talk about, um, is mind-boggling that you're into that without having done much psychedelics. It's just I I listen to so many you know people that have done psychedelics and I I kind of like got there like all on my own you know like I was able to just like figure it out. No, I mean like no what what do you say no to? You've not gotten there on your own. I, I okay so Ooh. this is the thing this is this is I will counter argue you. Uh, People have been doing this for thousands of years if you study any meditation, right? And so people get there with meditation all the time, right? And so, like, um, Ari Shafir likes to say it like this. If you have a butler, or you can get up, you have a knock on the door. You can get up and go answer the door yourself, or you can have your butler do it for you. Mushrooms are the butler. Psychedelics are the butler opening the door for you and introducing that person. You can you can get up and do it by yourself, but you're using the cheat code and if you have the money, you're using the butler. But you sure. can get there by yourself. Okay. Everybody that I've tell, read a lot. Tell me that after you've done a hero trip. Okay, sure. I mean, but like I'm here now. <laughs> I know so much, don't I? I, I mean, do I know more than your average human about y- this? Yes, kind you of do, stuff? and I'm not saying that. He like, just called you saying, an average human. I'm not saying you're lacking knowledge by any means, like that. But what I'm saying is psychedelic experience, and like you can't get there without psychedelics. Okay, so. Marshall, when you when you've done mushrooms, oh, uh, what was the experience like? I was in the river. Ooh, that's the a first great time. spot. I got on my hands and knees. Not bad. Not a bad spot. No. I got on my hands and knees, yeah. and I looked into the water. Just barely 
six, eight inches deep. And I could see every grain of sand moving. I could see every single fucking grain Mm -hmm. at the same time and the water moving around it and moving the grains. Sure. And then I looked up and then I realized the trees don't have one shade of green. There's many shades of green. Um, the, the leaves are all different colored. I always just saw trees as green. And then yeah. I realized each, shade, each individual leaf has a different shade of green. And there's an infinite shades of green. I could see all the, the different shades. I'd never been able to notice before. I become so used to it. You almost got there. Almost. We're close. Almost. So okay. Close. So, um, I was also dealing with a buddy who wanted to go to the fucking. How much was this? How much out. was this mushrooms? How much was it? Honestly, you said like that, three caps. That, was that, the that time? That time was my birthday, and we ate chocolate. So I don't know how much I ingested. In sure. That. Sure. So um, you, okay, I don't know if this is a recommendation that I should give out or not, but for me, I've found benefits from it, and if you can describe your trip in words, then you didn't go far enough. Oh, I know I didn't. I, 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 if, I barely, I, I, got, I got right to the edge. That's right to I, the edge, I which got, is a beautiful spot. That's I got, beautiful. And I got maybe right to maybe the edge. that's a beautiful spot. You're I really, got right to the edge. So like because I, I've gone over the edge and it was not good. It was so bad, dude. I, got, I it took me like four months to recover. Oh, not like that, but like yeah, I, dude. You don't. Yeah, yeah. I haven't told really, this story much, but, but yeah, it's bad. See, my problem is it's gonna drain me. Mm-hmm. If I go in, it's gonna drain me. Why? Why do you think it'll drain you? You just think that. Yeah, why do you think that? Every time I've why done do it, the, the next day, I uh, the next day is so hard. Sobering really? up is so hard. Really? Even microdosing. On mushrooms? Yes. Really? I've only had that experience on acid. Let me ask you this. When you were tripping, every time we were tripping, were you drinking? Ooh, cannot do that. Yeah. Yeah, don't do that. Yep. That is an issue. That's what it is. Mushrooms won't give you that hangover, bro. Especially if you go full-blown into it. And do not do anything else on it other than maybe smoking pot. Maybe. Don't Weed do and mushrooms only. Yeah. No drinking. Yep. You got to keep that, that shit out of you. Weed, weed enhances. Weed helps. It, it does. It can. It depends on your relationship with weed at the time. That's a good point. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. It definitely <laughs> depends on your relationship. <laughs> fucking Mitch. Fucking weed. Mitch is over there just fucking... Whenever he's got to say something, comes up, and then he comes back. And he goes straight up to the mic. <laughs> I, just have I like to relax. One quick thing to say. I forget that the mic. You moves. can move it with you, bro. <laughs> Come on, now. Get on that shit. I, it makes it more dramatic, though, when I move up. When now, I move back and up. Now, Marshall, this is this is this is not but to like say that. Keep the spot on with that, though. Your relationship with weed is a huge thing on that, but it will enhance if you have a good relationship. I this don't. Is, I don't anymore. I, I'm. Definitely won't do weed anymore. Okay, so this is it. this is what I, you were just saying. Okay, you said you got to the edge. Okay, but, and this all of this. Hold on, Mitch. Is 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 not to say that your experiences are less than ours. Okay, I'm not I'm not aiming for that at all. They because are because <laughs> Mitch might say that because he's your brother. But genuinely, 
what you want to do is find that line and you want to be on that line. Going over that line, like I, I just said a little bit ago, can cause you four months of setback. And finding that line and stepping there, but the problem with finding that line is you kind of have to go over it. That's the only issue. Okay, so I really would like you to go over the line at one point. But it, the, well, being I want at the to, line so is a, it's, a, it's deal, a beautiful yeah. spot. And, and I, don't, I don't mean this to say that your experiences are less than ours. I really don't mean to do that at all. He's too nice. I just recommend that you bust over that line for a little bit. I just recommend it, even though I probably shouldn't. Do it. Do, do it. it. We'll, we'll do it right I, here, I, pal. I, I do it. On, I plan on doing it. I could do it right here easy. I mean, like, it's... Could you it's, imagine it's, that podcast? Fucking shroomed out, tripping hard as bro, fuck. Oh, my God. I wouldn't be here. I don't know if I could do it here because I'd I have couldn't. to find a place to sleep. Mitch, could you do <laughs> And I'd be like, well, uh, I guess I'm sleeping on Lou's bed tonight. Hey, dude, that's fucking Tempur-Pedic foam, bro. It's comfy shit. I really... Because I know I ain't driving that night. Is this... I... This... No, I can't say it. Well, okay, so shrooms last about six to eight hours. All we have to do is a six-hour podcast. We'll start at fucking two. That's true. We could well, start like at I'm four. I'm going to sleep anyway. Yeah, we could start That's at good four. Good point. Like, I, act like, I act like I'm going to sleep. We could start <laughs> at four and go until midnight. I could just drive home early in the morning. Uh, How fucking dope is this, bros? How fucking cool is this? How used to it have you gotten already? You guys have become professionals just in an hour. We're an hour and five minutes into when I hit the record button. The fact that I've listened to thousands of hours of podcasts yep. over the last... Makes it easy. Three, four, five years. Yeah. Uh, Probably plays a factor. Massive factor. A little bit of a factor. Maybe. Definitely does. Just maybe. So when you can hear yourself through your headphones as you're talking, it changes the way that you talk a little oh, bit. Oh, it changes the game completely. Completely. Boys. But 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 it's a, it's a game changer, and I honestly think it's going to help. Uh, in aspects like that, I think it's going to make all of us who participate in this podcast a lot more articulate, a lot, a lot more thoughtful. Honestly, a little slower, more well spoken. Kind of makes me feel like a badass. Not You're a badass, dude. We're all badasses. <laughs> That's here why tonight. I said I was going to dress up tonight, man. I needed the confidence going in. I was talking about my that with you. Leaves my house. He's wearing a button-up shirt yeah, with his dude. fancy-ass coat. I love shit. my fucking uh, my. What are those called? What is that suit coat, coat called? Suit yeah, coat? your suit coat. No, but they call them a it's different the name. A pea in, coat. It's yeah, yeah, I think that's yeah. the term. Pea coat. The shit you wear in New York mine. City. I love it's mine. like you were just like, I wore like mine. a businessman in New York City. That's I just, wore mine. That's every what you'd night. wear over your fucking suit. When I lived in Chicago, so it's like a suit jacket over your suit. How when I lived in get, Chicago, how long did you live in Chicago? Seven to eight months. I can't remember if it was seven or eight. When but the seven fuck was this? Tell me about this. Okay, I never knew this. Yeah, so I lived in Chicago for about seven or eight months. So uh. All right, this is a, well, this is a pretty cool I think story. This plays a factor in the way he is now, because Keith used to be a fucking redneck. Mm. I have <laughs> I have wavered on the scales, four on the left, he used four to be on a the good right. Good old redneck. Yes, sir. I grew Brother up small town. Windside Nebraska. You goddamn right, boy. I got rims on my truck. You goddamn right, boy. Yes, sir, I did. Yes, sir, I did. Better than your truck. And then I moved (laughs) to a massive, massive city in in pursuit of a girl. So he's kind of gotten. Was this because of your brother? No. Okay. So hear me out. So I uh, I was living in Norfolk, Nebraska, finishing out college, graduated, and a girl walked into my life. 
was working on what a was case your degree? Uh, uh, electrical construction and control. So I'm doing what I went to school for, electrical. Oh, okay. And, I didn't uh, know. Yep, that's what I went for. Is a community college, and I was working at a uh, V gas station at the time, and a girl had come to work for the summer. She was originally from Norfolk. Pop. So that's it was even a coworker that you fell yes. for. And I had to train her. I did not know this part of the story. Yeah, so I did not know she was originally not, a coworker. I do not go into detail very often uh, when I'm just telling stories normally, but but we're not podcasting, so I'm gonna go into detail. Uh, so she was a coworker. She'd come to work for the summer. She's originally from the area, but had moved out to Chicago to go to college, and we started dating. And I went to work for TK Electric at the time, which were traveling electricians doing Casey's gas stations. And so I was doing that, and that company did not treat me well, and I was looking for a way out. So I went out to Chicago, and when I was out there to visit her, she said that I could move in with her. I had a Jeep Cherokee at the time. I loaded everything that I owned up there that I could fit into it, and I moved out to Chicago. And I worked at a sensory deprivation studio. Ashley had worked there for the whole time she was in college. She went to uh, the University of Columbia and got a, yeah, big college. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And she got a um, bachelor's degree in in uh, cultural studies. Uh, but anyways, I lived in Chicago with her in a studio apartment, and I worked at a sensory deprivation studio. And this was peak hippie Keith. Peak. When I say fucking hippie Keith, I was hippie Keith. I drove a Jeep Cherokee, wore big old round sunglasses. I would smoke joints with fucking random people on the train. I would give away all my money that I earned that day from the sensory deprivation studio to the homeless people on the train. I gave a $50 bill to a fucking schizophrenic who told me his life story on the train ride home. But but I got, so the, the moral of the story is I got to experience what it's like living in a massive city like Chicago. And I, I lived there long enough to, I think, understand what it's like to live in a place like that. Um, and understand how much you have to, I don't know if it's like give up for me, for me coming from a small town. I had to give up on so much of who I actually am to fit in. Ignore so much of who I actually am to fit in. It's it's ignoring. I learned learned that as a... uh, You're not getting rid of who you are. It's more of just like shut up and be quiet during this scenario. It's, It's like you... You're literally like... I, I I can work in big, big cities because like um I'm I've been able to develop switches. So like when like we try to like when I go back to like that discipline thing, like I have the wrestling background, right? Sure. But um my grandpa described it best when he saw me wrestle the first time. He said, How is my sweet grandson that was just always kind and laughing and try to make fun out of any scenario able to turn into that he said he'd never seen me like that before in his life turn into a madman because when i when i got on the mat i mean i was a savage 
I, I turned into something else. I was a different Marshall then. And like when I get on that mat, I mean, I can, I, it like it clicks anytime I'm in a scenario like that. You can, you can find me in a scenario where I will just flip and I can just, I, I can turn that on and off and like uh, in an instant. And like I will literally go and just savage. Like, like it's little, that's all, that's the word I'd use to describe it because like I can, turn into something you know primal yeah it's almost like it's like a primal instinct right you know like that i was able to touch into with wrestling like it was an outlet for me and i don't have that outlet anymore and that's where i think a lot of my like problems even anxiety you should start working out like your brother said i work i hate working out yeah but you need to find find a workout for you that that taps into that primal i need to find a workout that i enjoy yeah like something so hard i I th- I want to go. I should <laughs> probably just. I should probably Dude, just do jujitsu. Let's get into it. I'm down. You That's, let me know if you find a good place here in town. I know there's I'll a couple. Ask Matt. There's multiple. I'm in. I'll ask Matt. What Dude, he, Matt does what it. Yeah, it? dude, let me know. I'll join. I genuinely will. I thought the same thing for myself because I also have a similar type of thing. It's it's. I I'm literally missing. It's the one thing I miss most in my life. It it's literally like the only void I have. Is that. Getting that primal part out. That that part, yeah. that portion of me. Yeah. And it, it comes up in other ways, man. Like I'm Sexually. Like, <clears throat> well, no. Oh, that's, that's my a, problem. I guess I have another problem, too. Oh, now that you said sexually. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't have sex. <laughs> <laughs> I jerk that's off fun. too that, much. That's I, I mean, like, I don't know how to do it. I mean, like, I have no, I've never dated a girl, like, yeah. as an adult. Like, yeah. so it's kind of like. High school, middle middle school, high school was like was the last time ever, you know. Yeah, yeah. And like and so like I have no clue or bearing on how to even do that. Like I mean, I talk to girls just fine. I've had one night stands, you know, and things like that. And like you know, like a week or two, you know, talking to a girl. This girl, fucking two years ago, just moved back to town, lived with her stepmom or whatever, like divorced from her real dad, you know, and like kind of crazy scenario. This this girl was just. Uh, had a fucked up life, pretty much, right? Just like been through a lot of shit, and she um, fucking just came to small town over COVID and whatnot, and just like she blew me out of the fucking water with Are her you- personality, and she was gorgeous too, right? Mm. And so like, I was just at a wedding. I was doing sober October then, right? And so I was sober as fuck at this wedding, right? And I was just smoking cigarettes and fucking hanging out, and dude. Like, no, she hadn't danced all night or anything. And so I just said, sober me was able to just be like, fuck it. I'm just going to do it. Are you telling me that you met a beautiful girl when you were sober? I was sober. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Wow. Why are you not still sober? Yeah. Yeah. Stop drinking, pal. She got me back drinking. Okay, continue your story. <laughs> well, then, yeah, what happened next? What happened next? I'm interested. And so, yeah, completely no, no. derailed what I was trying to. I'm intrigued. <laughs> she liked. She liked getting me drunk. Carry on. She said, "All right, yeah." yeah. So, I mean, this story is just crazy. I haven't talked about it really too much in de- like detail, other than like one person I think I've told. But like, all right, so met her sober. I I asked her the dance because nobody at this wedding had asked her the dance, and she was the prettiest girl there by far. I was like. 
girl from Nashville, yeah. fucking in a central fucking shit in Nebraska, and she was goddamn gorgeous there. Yeah. Yeah. And I just saw her from across the room. I was like, who is that? Who is that girl or whatever? Asked my cousin's mom, really good friends with her. Uh, not Jesus, my cousin, Jesus. You got me on the different fucking subject then. My buddy's uh, parents, um, who she was or whatever, and they said he, she was their cousin or whatever, and I was like able to figure that out, and then mm-hmm. boom, boom. Mm-hmm. And then asked her to dance, and then we had a great night that night, but she seemed way more into the um, really handsome DJ that was at the wedding. Sure. Six foot six. Ooh. That's Mi- a tall boy. Mixed man. Ooh. Mixed race. I love me a good mixed man. Oh, God. Yeah. He was handsome. I was Ooh. like, well, I have no chance tonight. Yeah, so I just kind of spent like, the night I'd off. Fuck him. Yeah. I mean, I would have. God damn, he was fucking handsome. I was like, I have no chance. She was talking to him the whole time, you know, after that and whatnot. And so sure. I said, well, well, fucking give him that. Well, fucking... Probably week later, two weeks later, yeah. you know, just at downtown at the local bar, the Independent Club. All right. And then she was there with uh, her aunt and uncle or whatever, my buddy's yeah. parents. And it then, wasn't the DJ. She wasn't. No, with no, the no, DJ. not the DJ. Yeah, yeah that's a the, good sign. Yeah, it's a then, good sign. Yeah, and then so um, then we just got started talking again, yeah. whatever, just talking there, boom, 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 and then. Um, we talked off and on, you know, just like hanging out, just small talk or whatever. And then uh, she decided she was going to move or whatever back to Nashville or whatnot. And so it was her going away party where uh, that was probably t- two weeks before she was going to leave. A week yeah. and a half, maybe. Okay. And then we were at, all at her going away party and well. All of her people that she knew here that she had made friends with in the last two months. So she wasn't there very long, you know, mm-hmm. like four months old. And um, then that night we ended up, I ended up taking her car, driving it. And then I was like, you want to go on a booze cruise? And then yeah. we just kind of booze cruised. And then I just brought you it. you and her? Yeah, just me and her after the um, her going away party. And then yeah. we, we cruised and... Uh, started making out and things led to another and we're gonna have car sex never had that before but uh, it just wasn't working you know I, 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 I think I just kind of blew it I wasn't prepping her enough and things like that and so like uh, I thought I just fucked up you know after it was done we didn't you know go all the way or anything like that sure how close were you Oh, she was like naked on my lap, you know, and just kind of like she's just like it's not gonna fuck work, and so she, she said that yeah, it's not gonna work, yeah, and so I thought I was like, oh, were, I were you up. had you been drinking all night? It wasn't me. You it don't was her. You think so? She said that she's like, it's not you, it's me. She couldn't she, get wet, or yeah, what? she couldn't get wet. Okay, and so. I don't, yeah, that's why I assumed it was like a me issue, you know. Yeah, I right. I couldn't yeah, get wet at all. I, I wouldn't do that, enough, yeah. you know. I would in that instance, yeah. Yeah, and so like I was really insecure about that. And then yeah. uh, the next week she was house-sitting for my buddy's parents or whatever, her aunt and uncle or whatever. And then because um, they, they had gone out of town, 
And so I was out at the bar with my two of my buddies. And then they told me, just invite her out. Fuck it. You know, just like see if she'll come. And then she ended up coming down to the bar and then we all just got talking all night and then having a good time and da, 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 back and forth. And then they were like, dude, it's good. She loves that you're here or like talking to her. She's, yeah. she's feeling it. She's and interested. Yeah. She's and angry. so we all went back to, um, my buddy's place, my buddy's parents place. And, um, we just started drinking a little bit more and then me and her got to just talking, laughing the whole time. And then me, my two buddies decided we're like, Hey, we're going to dip. And then they just two alone. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. And then they, they knew they Good were, buddies. they were the greatest. They were yeah, like, the yeah, best. we're going to dip. And yeah. then that night me and her just started talking like for hours. Like, and she would, she, she got me, intense right you know like with her conversations very liberal lady and like you know nashville and shit like that and i had been listening to a lot of rogan and shit like that you know and like you know a lot of podcasts and a lot of jordan peterson and shit like that and so i you know i had like contradictions and things to say things to say you know i had a lot to say you know and she had a lot to say too and i had a lot of her points and shit like that and I mean, God damn it. She was like, you make me so fucking pissed. And like uh, with your fucking like knowledge and your shit ideas, like that. Yeah. And then you got and me then beat. Lit- and then literally not two seconds after she said that, she hops on me and just starts fucking making out with me, dude. She's like, oh my God. And then like, oh, it was Marshall. Bro, it was, dude, it was, had to have been, like, the best night, dude. We had an intense conversation, and then we just started making Making out out right afterwards. That's so good. That's so good. Bro, it was so fucking awesome. And Mm. then, and then it got to the point where it was just like, let's go upstairs. And then I had, I proceeded to have the greatest erection. My fucking dick was sticking out my pants. Dude, the absolute greatest night I've oh. ever fucking imagined in the bedroom. I mean, goddamn, everything was just perfect after that. I mean, really? like, it was insane. Really? <sighs> and then the sadness you don't hits. Have to, you don't have to go into detail. So you, you guys ended up making love. And then the sadness love. hits. You guys ended up making love that night? Uh, yeah. We, we, take- got, we got through session one and then. She goes to the bathroom and then she comes back. Session says, one. She goes to, yeah, yeah. I was ready to go That's, all night. I like and that. And she comes back from the bathroom and she says, "I started my period." You induced a period. I. You said, induced a period, bro. Said, that is a manly I just, moment. I just started. That is my a manly period. moment. If you fuck a girl to the point where she starts her period, granted, sometimes it's timing. Yeah. That's a that's a manly moment. Good for you. Good During for you. it, she was saying. Don't come in me. I'm not in birth control. <laughs> At the very start, she said, whispered that in my ear, and I was like, okay. Yeah. And then she had to go back to Nashville. Yeah. And then she left. And she left. And then we talked for like a week later. And then she, that was it. Then she ghosted me on everything, blocked me, and unfollowed me, and deleted my number on everything. Marshall. It was tough. How long ago was this? Almost two years now. Two years now? That's not long enough time. That's a a heartbreak. 
it, it just kind of, it, it was a lot for it me. It kind of stings. That's a lot. That's a heartbreak. You were, you I, were falling for this girl. Dude, man. it was, it was, it was really awesome. I mean, like, it was the first time I'd have like an awesome like interaction with like a, a movie, a like a movie love. Yeah, that's what it was. Like a movie love. Yeah. It hurts. Those things are fucking difficult, man. Yeah, it does. It sucks because that's what you grow up on. You see movies and that that kind of love. You see that and you're like, that's what it is. That's what it is. And the moment you get a taste of that, and it's ripped away from you. It hurts. It hurts, it hurts I, like nothing else. See, I love, I love like no one else, but like I feel pain like yeah. a motherfucker. Yeah, I feel so much pain and heartbreak. Mitch it's gonna does take too. like five that's, minutes. That's or, our family. It's gonna take like five years getting over that. Oh god, no. it took me so long to get over my high school girlfriend. I yeah, missed right. so many opportunities yeah. in high school and college because I was stuck on one chick. Mm. Did you know? Did you know that men, their first love, they will love for their entire life, and they have a harder time getting over their first love than women. Oh God, I'm. Still men not will over die it. on their grave. They will die, and on their grave, they will still say that they loved their first love more than they loved the lover they loved for the rest of their life. It's just it's literally statistics. I heard this. I can't remember where it was. I really have to piss. I say that has to be oh man. Very situational, but yes, I could see that. But it's over, true in my over, case. over over women, over women. Generally men have a harder so, time getting over their first heartbreak. It's true in my case than women do. Me and, which me, is me and my first love could not be more different. I have to piss so bad I'm gonna go yeah, right go now. I love you guys. Where we were at before we left, we were talking about Marshall's love that moved back to Nashville. Yes. And then there was a specific topic that we were talking about, and I was—I had a comment, but it I was, was we were, we were first loves. We were, we were, loves we were are talking about men. how men, yeah, men have a harder time getting oh, no, over their first love yes. than women. Okay, yeah. see, me and so, Mitch continued this conversation yep. by saying, yes. uh, "I had a first love, right? You know, yes. from like so did I. My first love, you know, and things like that. And then Mitch didn't really have one early in life, like I did. Like, no. mine was really early in life, yeah. like puberty." Yeah. You know, yeah. like we went through like puberty Young, together. You're talking about 12, 13. Hormones are developing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. And so like Mitch never experienced that, but I experienced that. And then like that really played an impact on my life. And Massively, I still, I'm sure. I still feel like emotions for her. And like, we're so different now, but I still like, I mean, like I would almost take like a bullet for her still. Like it's weird. It's, it's. It's not really her. It's an ideal of her I have in my head. Right. So you like, built her up to be more than I she have, is. I have her as in like an ideal in my head yeah. and not who, who she is or what she is now or anything like that. Absolutely. You know, and so and like, like, honestly, it kind of surprised me how self-aware both of you are, but yet alone, but yet love um, over, like it overtakes your self-awareness. Love's a brutal bitch. Okay, it overtakes our self awareness. So, why do so you include even me though, in this? No, well, both of you, because you're yeah, just why talking, both me? You're just talking about your first love and like how you're still hung up on it. And I didn't say shit about that. No, I'm well. We've talked I know about you it. are. Yeah, and uh, I know you both are. Yep. And um, but like you're both very philosophical and like um, deep thinking. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And even with all that knowledge that you have with that in your self-awareness, you, can't get you over still that. can't control that love. Quotation love. love. Quotation still, love. That's, that's that one thing that you still... Sure. That's your quotation, not And mine. he was he was on the track where he was saying... So what? So this happens when like you have a, a loved one die or someone close to you die. You, you idealize them. You make them out to be more than what they were. You make them out to be better than they were in your life with them. This happens when people die. Okay, and this happens when, when you have a heartbreak like that. Yeah. When, you, when, when you get a heartbreak like that, what you do is you literally build this person up to be greater than what they were, and then that makes it so much more harder to get over that. Okay, so I, I did that for many years over my high school love many a years and like always wondered why what what happened what the fuck i did i mean because the circumstances for that relationship were uh it ended abruptly and uh so i mean it, it caused that i would i would say that i am practically over her i'm probably if i had to give it a percentage it's pretty much like 85 percent. there's a little bit of me that's like if we were to come around and go around i'd be here for it but other than that, I'm like, that's fucking childish shit to even think about that. You know, so I'm practically over it. My problem's a lot. My problem's pretty complicated. Sure. So okay. mine mine uh, stems from the first time she dumped me. I, uh... The first time. Yes. Yeah, that throws like red flags out in this story right off the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the first time it was, oh boy, this is a treat, Keith. Yeah, this is my first love. All right, yeah. so she, she dumped me or whatever after she went to Washington D.C. a trip I couldn't afford to go on. You know, mm-hmm. it was like eighth grade trip or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Yeah, and so. Um, then, you know, uh, she came back and she was just done. She had decided she liked another boy that was on the trip during that time. I need age. Give me an age. Uh, 14, 14, 15. Babies. Babies. 14. No, listen. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. This was early. I understand. All right. And so after that, um, we... Uh, she had dumped me for this dude, and I thought I was, you know, pretty okay about it or whatever. It wasn't a big deal the first time, right? You know, it was kind of like, fuck you, he's a piece of shit, you know? I always knew he was kind of a fucking asshole, so I was like, wasn't, like, that worried. I was like, how could you even do this, you know? He was kind of a friend, you know, like. We just hung out with the same friend group or whatever, and so, you know, back in middle school. How big was was this fucking class? Was he in your class? 50. 50 people. Tiny, tiny class. Yeah, small. Everybody's close. Yeah. And so, yeah, and then uh, cut ahead, break up, probably fucking, what is it, four months later they do? Yeah. Three or four months, and like not shit at all, and then she just comes right back, you know. I'm so sorry. Uh, it was so dumb of me. I was like, so wrong. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And so after that, we get back together pretty much, you know. 
Um, never really like serious titles. Damn this this affects you badly, doesn't it? Yet. Oh yeah. From fourteen, from twelve, or fourteen. Let me, let me let me tell you how. I've heard about this actually a little bit. It will because this every, continued on until like you were out of high school, college, college. Yeah, that's right. All right, and so like then that makes more shit, sense. This is why it's so brutal for me because yeah. like. This I have such a hard like understanding of relationships. I've never been in a relationship, yeah, because at least of this. a long term one. Yeah, because of this, and so like, um, then I mean like, we were together for probably a year and a half or whatever, and then I I have friends or whatever, different friends, you know, and stuff like that, and then one day. You know, we're, we we talk all the time, right? We're completely open with each other, talk all the time. Mm-hmm. And we have a three-hour phone conversation about how she wants. She says, I'm sorry, sorry, I love you. She says, I love you, but I also love your friend. And I want to date your friend. How old is she at this time? Uh, We're f- 15? 15, 16. Okay. Right around that range, maybe sixteen. Okay, just turned like sixteen or whatever. Yeah, uh, probably sixteen. Yeah, yeah. And so like she's, she's telling me she's like, we're not even, we don't even have titles. It's just kind of like we've been together so long. It's kind of like just like she was just maybe being friends with benefits, but it was also more than like benefits because it was just we were. We both talked about everything, you know, right? You know, it's the only person I've, like, opened up to about everything. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like, oh, then she goes and dates, like, pretty much my best friend at the time. And so then that creates another divide in all my friend groups and shit like that and everything like that. It's just huge void. And me and him hadn't made up for fucking years we're great buddies again now. Good. And good. everything like that. And so That's growth. But yeah. And then, you know, they stayed together until the end of high school, right? And, you know, it was fine. But, you know, I was always spiteful a little bit, you know, just kind of, of in course, the sense yeah. that, like, of course. I lost a best friend yeah. and a girlfriend at the same yeah. time. Two and best like, friends. Yeah. Two best friends, you know, like yeah. two best friends of my best friends. Like, I just lost in that ex- exchange. I couldn't, I couldn't be around anymore, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, we went. We had went to a one Republic concert where uh, her best friend, and before they started going together or whatever, her best friend, and her best friend was his childhood friend. They were family friends for their whole life, and she openly had a like crush on Small him. Town. She openly had a crush on him, sure. and I was openly liking her. And bro, they were secretly liking each other, and it became the most fucked up situation yeah. ever. Yeah, bro. it sounds like it. Oh my god, off rip. Yeah, dude, you should have seen Yik Yak after all this shit happened. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, dude, they roasted them alive. I didn't ask. I didn't write any of it. I didn't ask for people to write about it, but they wrote about it. Sure. Most people were on my side, but. That's that's also not a good scenario. Most know? people, you mean forty eight, whatever. Yeah, it was a full high school. Oh sure, two hundred. 
200 whatever that's a pretty good amount give or take yeah. either side yeah sure um <laughs> all right we'll fast forward here after yeah yeah okay because I, i'm yeah. trying to i'm they, trying they, to get you she, to the point where she went away again you know whatever she went and did her own young americans thing she went she was a good singer or whatever oh good for her and then like that's she, hot dude she, a girl who can she, sing is she, the best oh the girl from nashville was also a singer my wife has to be able to sing me oh my god she needs to be able to sing me to sleep both girls i fell in love with are both singers singers yep me too yep. god damn it. i love them. god they're damaged goods though. i love them they're damaged goods okay we damn can damn. that's another conversation i don't <laughs> i don't I, all right no no, no okay yep. uh new uh, on college uh so i got that i got this place or whatever right in the, yep. in college i decided to have a party or whatever and she just happened to be in Kearney because that's where her sister sure. and uh, her boyfriend lived. I went to college with her sister or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, she just happened to be back in town or whatever. Shit happened. And then, bro, <laughs> we had I had this party, and I invited her over, and I invited the other dude that she first broke up with me with. That, yep. that yep. dude, whatever. That yeah, yep. Because we had become friends. It was long ago, you know, no big deal or anything like that. I... <laughs> I had no beef. Well, I just wanted to talk to them or whatnot and st stuff like that. You know, just see them, whatever. All just mutual friends. High school, you know, bullshit. Small high school. You have to forgive and shit like that. Well, that night, she decided she fucking went home with him again. And then I was like, no. Like, because he had become even more of a piece of shit than I already knew. So you're like 19, 18 at this time? 20. 20? 20. Okay. 20, 21. Sure. No, uh, not quite 21. Harboring feelings from this girl from your, when you were 14 at 20 makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so Someone's like, phone's ringing. Off the off the hook. Yeah, that's Mitchie. Uh-oh. Uh, please excuse me. Yeah. Mitch, Mitch's got to go to the bars. Yeah, he's going out. He's got a girly. Yeah. And Mitch, when are you heading I'm out I'm going to take here? a piss break. You're heading out right now? Where are they, where are they at the bar? What bar? Oh, no. Why? Sorry, you're on mute. I got you off now. Oh, I'm sorry. You're it's fine. a complicated situation. I'm not going to talk about it on mic. Okay. What time is it? It is 9 o'clock. I could go out to the bars. Well, if you want, you can go. I, um, I, can't, I can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't drive. I've had a couple yeah, whiskeys. I wouldn't plan on me bringing you back, though. Yeah, so, so 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 you're saying I need to drive drunk. You would either I'd have, have to, to drive drive down, drive down there or get an Uber back. It is, drive down it is, there, but you'd have to get an Uber back. It is time to break the motorcycle out for the first time, is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I will, uh, I'll ride that old Harley down, and uh, I'll meet you down there. You're going to ride the Harley in this weather? No, the battery's out of it. She's half torn down. I ain't riding the. I ain't riding the Harley. Fuck that. That fucker's coming apart. We saw a dude on the motorcycle today. Yeah. No, Just, you did not today. We saw a dude on a motorcycle today. No. Eli's like, dude, that dude's riding a motorcycle right Fucking now. Fucking moron. And uh, and I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, he's thinking, I'm almost home. <laughs> yeah, I'm straight up, <laughs> straight up, dude, straight up. Did he have gloves on? At least he had to have he gloves had on. He had like a hoodie and gloves and a helmet. Okay, like, good. It was a hoodie 
A hoodie. A hoodie. A hoodie. What time was this? What time of the day? This would have been 12, 15. Okay, so it was a little warmer by then, but the wind was still brisk, bro. No way. No way you're catching me out. I mean, you're at 20 degrees max, and then yeah. the wind? Yeah. You're Fuck. sitting at 15, 15. degrees. Easy yeah, after I was, that? I was assuming 17 today is what I thought it felt like. No way in hell are you catching me out on my bike. No way in hell. Even oh, if I God, had my dude. long johns, my fucking uh, coveralls, <laughs> my thermals, everything. Like no I way. Like I said, dude, the wind just cuts right through Fuck you, man. Yeah, so especially that, if you're going like 40 yeah. on a bike. Oh, that, like I said, uh, all that. that dude was thinking is almost home. I'm that's almost a bone. Yeah, dude, straight up. That's literally what I'd be thinking too. Except for it'd be more. I'm almost home. I'm almost home. I'm almost home. I'm getting there. I'm almost there. We're gonna make it. We got My wife's pussy is gonna feel so warm, so warm. I'm so warm. I hope. I hope she's in the mood. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna have to make dinner. I'm gonna have to make dinner. I'm gonna have to make dinner. Wash the dishes. Wash the dishes. Sweep the floor. Sweep the floor. I swear to God. Fuck. I hope I took out the trash last night. Oh fuck. <laughs> Why did I decide to do this? I know. I know. I know. Gas is expensive. I know gas is expensive. But what the fuck am I doing? Did I change the furnace filter? God Fuck. Damn it. Fuck. Okay, okay boys. It's Mitch? been a good time, but I have to get going. Fantastic. I'm right. going to turn off your mic. Brother, come give me a handshake. Godspeed, boys. I'm Godspeed. I'm very brother. glad you could uh, uh, experience what this uh, setup has been like. Well, I need my AirPods tonight, Mitchie. If only we could call it the Keith Mandel experience. Yeah, if only we could do that and if not only, seem like a total knockoff. If only there wasn't a guy out there that... Joe know. Rogan, Joe Rogan, listen up, pal. I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. I'm taking your He's spot. He's coming for you. You better watch if out. If only there wasn't a guy that has done it so well that we could just use that name. I know. I know. But we can't because I am uh, individual so, and I am... Uh, I'm glad to be a part of the Keith Joseph show. Yes, sir. Joseph or Joseph? Jesus Mitchell. Holy fuck! Mitchell I, Joseph. My middle I've, name is Joseph. I know it is. Mitchell Joseph. It's been a pleasure, and I'm really glad you got to experience what this setup is like. And I can't wait for many more. I really can't. This is fucking yes, absolutely exciting to me. And uh, I hope you're at a hundred percent next time we uh, do this. Yes. yes. And you I was don't, a little off. You don't have a female uh, uh, distracting you tonight. Yes. That next night. <laughs> I cannot blame you. Pussy is the most powerful thing on this planet. God. I swear if to God. We've learned anything about the last hour of me fucking talking. It is. Yeah, especially as for us men. All right, Mitch, get on the road. Get out of here, pal. I All love right. you so much. Love you. We guys. will. Uh, we will see you next time. If if I don't see you tonight, I'll see you next time. Yes, sir. Let us know okay. where you're at. Godspeed. Because we may come out. As long as you're at a decent bar. That is a good point. Mitchell? I don't know what's going to happen, so... Okay. You let us know. We'll be around. Godspeed, brother. Drive safe, brother. Your hair looks fantastic, by the way. There's no indentation. No indent at all. Not at all. I'm pretty sure you can get laid looking like that. No problem. Uh, you can't you can't roll it in the back of your tongue. Uh, <laughs> I can't do it while I'm fucking thinking about it. 
Okay, I swear to God, I went to a strip club one time, uh-huh. and it was this stripper's birthday, right? And uh, I learned that it was her birthday, and I was like, oh, it's this girl's birthday, and she was probably the second hottest on the floor that night. And so I crimpled up a 20 a $20 bill at a strip club, and I set it on the fucking bar. And uh, she came up and grabbed it, notices a $20 bill. She come crawling off the stage down onto my lap. The only thing she did to me, she crawled onto my lap, went up to my ear all softly, and then growled like a predator, like a feline. Yeah, dude, it was even sexier than that. You're getting me turned on, but... That I'm not kidding. I've never, I've in a strip club. I'm farther than bricked up than I can be. Like in a strip club, I'm not really that turned on, just because that's not my style. I'm a passion guy. Me too. Yeah, but when she growled in my ear, sometimes, it like it sometimes like, it turns on a primal thing. It like triggered a primal thing in me, and first, I was like, wow. My twenty first. Wow. Mitchell hot. Mitchell and my buddy Brad bought me a fucking a lap dance from a stripper. She had fake tits. Hot. First time I'd ever felt fake tits. And this girl, oh my God, could she move? I didn't think she was the most hot, but she ended up being so fucking banging. I mean, she could move and just fucking, she made me feel some type of way. Mm. It was my 21st birthday, bro. That's a good 21st. Oh my God. Yeah. It was insane. Mm. And I had won money at the casino right before. Nah. Oh, yeah. A good 21st. Who were you all with? Council Bluffs. Literally my mom. <laughs> my sister. Yep. My best friend, Bradley. And then my brother. Your mom and your sister did not go to the strip club with you. No. They? Okay, good. We but. left. We went to the casino together with so my mom. So then it was just you, your brother, and your best friend. Yep. Perfect. Literally perfect. 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 Perfect twenty first. Perfect. We 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 won some money at the casino. Play me and my buddy both won over a hundred bucks playing blackjack, and then we all decided to say fuck it. We're going to the fucking strip club, and we went to the fucking strip club. Absolutely. And it was such an incredible time. Okay. Never had an experience at a strip club like it. I've been to fucking nicer, supposedly nicer, and. Way worse strip clubs, greasy strip clubs. Sure. The next week, I also went to a strip club, but that was for my party bus, and that was in Kearney. You got that hook, that hook and that bait and that sinker we, sunk you down. One of my coworkers from the hospital okay. literally bought me a party bus. Sure. That man spent so much money and did not make any of it back. I owe him to this day. I'm still planning someday if I get money, I got to repay him. Okay. For my 21st party bus. Okay. Because that man paid for okay, that. Okay, so bus. let me let me catch up with this. You 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 hung out with your mom, your sister, your brother and your best friend, went to the bars, then you went to the strip club and you also had a party bus on your 21st? Okay, no, was no, this no, the no. next week? Next week. Okay, the next week. The following. party bus was the following week. And I had a bunch of people on that that I was just friends with or whatever. And uh, yeah, my 21st was fucking wild, bro, because I was kind of a fucking party animal, so I ended up with 21 tags on my arm. They kept a Sharpie. 21 so that's, tags. 
Meaning what? Tally marks. For a shot. Shots. All right. I ended up with the 21. Oh boy. Nice work. But that doesn't include the tequila where I ate before or uh, all the beers I had in between. No, that's just shots. I woke up the next day with welts on my ass. What I came Ooh. to find, what I came Ooh. to find out was, we ended up at the strip club. I kind of remember it. That's surprising, right? I can kind of remember this. Sure. You know? Was this after we the twenty-one bar- tallies? Um, kind of during. You know, whatever. During, I was probably during. nineteen by the time we got to the strip club. So mm. impressive. You'd expect Actually me impressive. to be blacked out, but I kind Absolutely. of I remember like a bit of it, mm-hmm. and I remember. My buddy saying, uh, well, the stripper brought me up because it was my 21st, and she started whipping at me on stage with my own belt. And then my one of my buddies said, <laughs> you, got, you got on stage at a strip club. What, oh, yeah. what club is this? Oh, buddy. Elwood? Elwood? Strip club. Where? Off of I-80. Oh, no. <laughs> Past Carney. Oh, no. This is the greasiest joint Greasy. you'd ever experience Greasy. in That's your life. That's a truck drop. That's, That's a truck, a truck stop fucking strip, strip joint. Yep. Oh, my yep. God. <laughs> truck stop oh, tri- no. strip joint. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. How big was the lady? How big was she? <laughs> Looked like a meth addict more than a fucking sure, you know, that, big yep. lady. Yeah, I mean, there's no in between. There's a meth yeah. addict and there's a big lady. And yeah. then there's always a pregnant lady. <laughs> I haven't experienced that. Oh, no, but okay. Elwood always had a pregnant lady. Yeah, sure. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh god. My god yeah. yeah. Okay. And then, okay. So, well, I don't remember who she was that was whooping my ass. But then my buddy says, "Uh, you're not whooping his ass hard enough." And then he walks up on stage, takes the belt from the stripper, and he starts smacking my ass. Oh, hard as fuck. Oh, smacking my ass. <laughs> okay, I don't really remember that part, but uh, I bet he remembers it. Oh, he, he told like me vividly the next day because I woke up and I walked out and I said, "Why the fuck does my ass hurt? Like, like, why does my ass hurt so goes, bad?" Because I was beating that yeah, ass. Yeah, they whipped my fucking ass, bro. Jesus. I got so fucked up. I used to get really fucking trashed, man. Let me tell you about my twenty first. While have? we're on while we're on the topic. Yeah, yeah, tell me. So my twenty first, uh, this may get us into a rabbit hole, but we'll find out. Uh my twenty first was spent in Wayne, Nebraska. Oh God, with, Wayne America. Yep. So it started off with my family. My family was there. We started at the Max, which is a bar in Wayne. And I started off by chugging two Budweiser bottles. Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah, and then a cement mixer, which my uncle Mark bought me, Shit. bought for me that fucking asshole. That was disgusting. Goddamn fucking assholes to buy cement mixers. I knew better then. To make, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what the fuck it was, but I, I choked it down like a fucking, like a young man, yep. and uh, got it over with. Long story short, we were supposed to go bar hopping. We had planned on making it to seven bars that night. We made it to two. We went. Started at the Max, and then we went up to Allen, Nebraska, which is where the girl that uh, broke my heart in college was from. Ooh. Yeah, we were playing uh, pool there, and I was already trashed. I got pissed off because her parents showed up. And I went into the bathroom, 
and I smashed a photo, gashed open my hand, and then convinced my uh, my group to leave to go back to the max because there was a girl bartending there that I had interest in. And so we went back to the max, which is in Wayne. And I remember showing up at the max and uh, being there for probably about 20 minutes. And then I remember I was getting to the point where I knew I was about to black out. By this time, I had plenty, plenty of experience with blacking out that I knew when I was about to black out. So I had uh, started saying my goodbyes to everyone there because I knew most of the people that were there at the max because small town. I knew everyone. Did you I go was, to school near Wayne? I went to school in Winside, Nebraska. Small town. I had 16 in my graduating class. There's 52 in the entire like uh, high school. Tiny, tiny, tiny. And so I, I knew pretty much everyone there. You got that lighter again? And uh, I started saying my goodbyes because I knew I was about to black out. Yep. Well, apparently during my uh, my attempt to say g- my goodbyes, I blacked out. I don't remember anything after this. And we ended up staying another hour and a half. And apparently, apparently, I don't remember any of this, but I'd blown way past my 21-shot limit. And uh, I was fucking hitting on the bartender that I had interest in. And uh, the only way that I got out of the bar was by she had to leave the bar to go outside to give me a hug, and my family took me home. And my birthday is on December 21st. And so... December 21st is when my family has their massive family Christmas. So my family had came and picked me up. It would have been my brother and his husband. They came and picked me up to drive me back to my grandparents' house. Oh, no. Yeah, and I was black out, blacked out. I don't remember any of this. So the next thing I remember is waking up in my grandparents' basement in my boxers. And... uh Apparently, I had puked in my my father or my brother-in-law's car, so Dustin's car, and all over my clothes. So they'd strip me down to my boxers and put me in bed. And I woke up in my grandparents' basement to the noise of my family enjoying Christmas breakfast upstairs. Oh fuck! The only thing that I had for clothing was my boxers. And there was a Santa Claus hat hanging on my grandpa's hat hat stand that he had. So, the day following my 21st, I walked upstairs to family Christmas where they were enjoying breakfast and a Hannah sat, or, and a Hannah, or Santa, Santa hat and my boxers. <laughs> Fucking blitzed out of my mind. That night, or that day, I was literally the most shell of a human i was literally just a body i was so gone i was so hungover. i was literally just a shell of a fucking human oh i had i had literally that morning was the most worst hangover i ever had in my morning or ever had in my life jesus i've had a lot of whiskey tonight it felt like someone had taken an axe and shoved it down the center of my fucking brain down the center of my fucking skull I've been there. It was brutal. It was brutal. And I walked up, I walked upstairs and I said, good morning, Merry Christmas. And I walked and found my clothes 
And then I just laid down and ignored everyone the rest of the fucking day because I was so fucking hungover. Brutal. It was a brutal, brutal 21st, but I wouldn't have spent it any other way. I missed out on a big old smoke session. All my buddies after, uh, after I left, one got high as fuck, but I was blacked out. I mean, there was one point in the night my stepdad was there. I don't know. I don't know if you know much about my stepdad, but he's kind of a gangster. He's a big bodybuilder used to be. And uh, so he's jacked as fuck. And there was one point in the night where my buddies, assholes, I fucking love them to death. They, uh, they'd gotten shots for me and I was beyond blacked out. I don't remember this at all. They'd gotten shots for me to take. And my, my stepdad comes up and said, no more shots and flicked every single one of the shots over with one finger. He just goes, dink, 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 dink. Knocked over all the shots. And they were like, I ain't fucking with Gunner, man. I ain't fucking with that guy. His name is is Gunner? Gunner. Yeah, his name's Gunner. Fuck. And he's jacked as shit. He's fucking massive. Um, So so that motherfucker saved my ass that night because I was already blacked out. Question. Yep. Do you know your real father? Yeah, of course I know my real father. Okay. I don't know him well right now. Okay. Yeah, I don't know how much you want to get into that, but uh, I don't. I don't know anything about your past, so it's kind of like I just know you from Mitch, you know. Oh, sure, sure. So my parents got divorced when I was uh nine years old. Um, my mother moved to Omaha when I was about thirteen. How How old is your uh brother compared to you? Also, my brother is six years older than I am. Okay, Mitch is five years older than me. Yep, so he's six years older, and then I have a sister in between us who's three years older. Okay, our sister's younger, two years younger than yeah, me. Yeah, right, okay. right, right, right. So my parents got divorced when I was nine years old. My mom moved to Omaha when I was 13 and maintained an apartment in a town that was 15 miles from where I was growing up. So from 13 on, I lived between Wayne, Nebraska, Winside, Nebraska, and Omaha, Nebraska, alternating about... It, Pretty much every three days. And uh, my dad was my best friend. My dad and I are practically the same person. Practically the same person. I mean, him and I did mostly everything together. It got to a point where, like, it was just more convenient for me to stay at my dad's house than go go to my mom's house because sometimes it's in Omaha, sometimes it's in Wayne. Um, But then my dad ended up getting remarried right as I was graduating high school. And he decided that he was going to sell the house and move in with her and uh, kicked me out with about 17 days notice. He said, the house is being sold. You have 17 days to get your stuff, find a place and get out. So then our relationship went kind of sour and uh, we're slowly working our way back together right now. You should have done that on the mic. What are you doing? Sorry. You're good. I've had too much whiskey tonight. I'm fucking kind of drunk. Yeah. 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 Sorry, I didn't mean to get you in that. I don't know anything, you know, about No, yeah, you're good. No, I I have no shame to talk about it. I I, I really don't mind at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Me and Mitch, I mean, my parents divorced when I was, ooh, this this is another aspect on this. Okay. Eighth grade to ninth grade. Mm-hmm. 
right around the time so when you were what 12 or 13 13 going on 14 I'm sure you're a little older a little older than I was right around the time uh my girlfriend broke up with me the first time so that plays a factor yeah in all my parents of that. were also getting divorced at that time yeah so there was a lot going on at that time in my life and uh a good buddy of mine was dating her best friend and so like during middle school uh the four of us would so like me and him weren't friends but he was dating um my girlfriend's best friend or whatever. She was okay, so she was my friend. I I started dating this girl because I dated her best friend in sixth grade for like two weeks and I got a haircut and she didn't like it or whatever. Some bullshit like that. Game that, over. That was the Game real over. that's that, it. That was the real bullshit, you know, yeah, right? Sixth she was grade, like, bro. Yeah, that was just like done, right? Jesus right. Whatever. Christ. But yeah. we just stayed friends and yeah. you know, we were just kind of just friends, you know. Yeah. Me and her were just Really close, and we talked a lot. Well, I actually, I'm actually surprised at how well you remember this. That's crazy. Oh me. yeah, well you know, like these people just mean so fucking much to me. Like I hardly talk to them anymore. You know, it's just like it's it's really sad to me in a sense. You know, but like she she was also <laughs> her her. Oh God, this is the other girl. This is this is a whole other side of this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> There's another aspect of my whole life right here. Okay, so her best friend or whatever uh, was also my best friend. So that's how we met, you know, me and this girl or whatever that broke my heart or whatever. Uh, My first love. All right. And so she she was dating this other dude, and we didn't get along really well at the start. You know, we didn't really have anything in common. We were... Just like whatever, whatever. And then, <clears throat> but we all just used to go into uh, <laughs> the one girl I'm talking about, my friend's room. She's, her parents didn't give a fuck, right? And so they were just party animals and shit like that. So we all used to just go to their place. And then we'd both be in her bed, <laughs> all four of us. And each making out next to each other instead of watching the movie. We just were yeah. saying we were putting on a movie. That kind of bullshit. At right? like 12? Yeah, yeah. 13. You 13? Know, 13, yeah. 14. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so like, and so seventh, eighth grade. I don't know the ages. I'm bad at the ages. Yeah, sure. Seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, around there. And so, yeah, every day after practice, we'd just go out there and just fucking hang out for hours and then on the weekends and whatnot. Make out. And then we just make out for hours yeah. and hours, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, And then we got the confidence, you know, to start hanging out on it, each other's own, you know, with just our girlfriends eventually. Sure, sure. Yeah. But then they broke, whatever, fast forward, they broke up or whatever, and so... uh it then then me and her just started hanging out on our own own you know whatever it wasn't anything to have you know her around I guess during our time yeah. and so I eventually hooked her she was still my friend even after uh she had broken up with me this is a lot I haven't talked about this in forever um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and sure. so like 
we had broken up too. So everybody separated, whatever, from the original crew or whatever. Well, I was still friends with her and she was still her best friend or whatever. Yeah. The the three of us were still all just like really connected, obviously. And then <clears throat> I hooked her up with one of my good buddies and they're married today. And, uh, damn. Yep. And so I hooked her up with my, my good buddy, like one of my best friends. I hooked her up with my good buddy and, uh, then he ended up being my college roommate my freshman year. Okay. And uh, he was a year older, but he lived in regular dorms for a year, and then he at UNK, and then he, uh, we were both in a fraternity. So we both got convinced to join a fraternity that year or whatever because of the girl he ended up marrying's ex. We were all good friends. <laughs> <laughs> he was also a year older or whatever. And so he became, he was my best friend in high school. Sure. The dude that I didn't have anything in common with in middle school ended up being my best friend in high school. It's weird how that happened. <laughs> because huh? we both broke up with those two girls who, yeah. who had broken up with those two girls. And then we became best friends. Yeah. And, then, and yeah. And so like, it's a fucking novel, bro. This is a novel, <laughs> dude. It's kind of like crazy. <laughs> yeah, you there's, could. There's so much to it. Like, yeah, there is. You there's could, just so much make, to what I have. You could literally write a novel about this, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like fucking wild. Like, uh, I feel like I got a nice television, like, uh, teen drama. Yeah, it sounds like on. It. that's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, we got we got the one dude fucking his sister. We got yeah. everything going on. That's fucking interesting, dude. Yeah, yeah. He's in prison. He just he just got sentenced last week. Jesus. Yep. Jesus. I don't know how many years. Seven at least, I think. I'd hope so. He's fucking his sister. Yeah. It don't. It, Central City, right? Yep. Central City, Nebraska. We got incest going on. Dude, I got stories for days. Oh my god, bro! I got so many. Are they all about stories. incest? Because I don't want to hear them. You want to hear another one about incest? It's not incest, technically. Sure. All right. So my grandma, um, had two cousins growing up. This is Fullerton, Nebraska. This is fifteen. 15- yeah, I know. I know Fullerton. Okay, do you know? Yeah. Uh, do you know? Uh, um, Ry- Rylan? He used to drive a fucking badass Chevy with an eight, eight hundred one. What is it? What is that motor? Had a. Give me a last name. Fullerton, Ryland Fullerton. Her his last name's not Fullerton. Wait, Fullerton's a town. It could be. Oh, you don't know Fullerton the town. I know Fullerton the town. It sounds familiar. Jesus, <laughs> I'm getting drunk. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> dude, this... You knew a dude with the last name Fullerton? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's his last name. Oh, shit. Let me look. Let me, no, look. No, no. Let me look. I'm talking about the city of Fullerton. It's 15 minutes north of that's fucking Central from. City. That's where he's from. That's why <laughs> Ryland fucking what's his last name? Dude? <laughs> I know last names for Fullerton because there's not many. <laughs> there's not many. They're mostly related to each other. And that's where this story goes. So my, my grandma's from Fullerton. Fowler. Fowler, F O W L E R. Nope. I went to college with him. Okay. So, my grandma's from Fullerton or whatever. Her dad, uh, so my great grandpa, obviously never met. Uh, he was 
a vagabond, let's say. Okay. He kind of just gypsy. Yeah, he hopped on a train from Texas. He's from. Don't get me started on train. All right, listen. He's from. He's from Texas. He was a train hopper. So, this man ended up in Fullerton, Nebraska. Right, and so he he meets my great grandma Athens. Athens. Yeah. Athens. Yeah. Athens. That's her last name. No, that's her first name. Really? Okay. Yep. Hmm. So Athens meets Crawford. That's his last name. I can't even remember my grand grandma's first name. I'm not gonna lie to you. That's fine. Probably a Joe or something like that. Yeah, or Edward. No, that's all Makowski side. Or an Edward. All right, Crawford side. That's my grandma's maiden name. Sure. Crawford. Sure. All right, and so Grandpa Crawford, great grandpa Crawford, uh, married my great grandma Athens, and mm-hmm. but and so they had three kids together. Okay. But at the same at the same time, he was having three kids with Grandma Athens. He was also having two kids with Grandma Athens' sister. No way. And so, no way. Yep. And so he was fucking sisters. And what so, a gangster, dude. And so Crawford, this motherfucker. My grandma grew up with two cousins that didn't know their father because they were big Catholics. Now listen here. They were I'm Catholics, listening. all right. I'm listening. And so they didn't say shit about that. No. They never found out ever until after the DNA testing thing came out when everybody was dead that knew. And god damn it. <laughs> they found out that holy shit, you're my cousin and my half sibling. This was probably 10 years ago now. Fucking, she always wondered who her dad was, and she figured it out. No wonder you Mikowskis are so fucked up. Dude, there's no incest. It's just kind of fucked up. That's you know? fucked up. Do you want to hear the craziest story about this? Mm-hmm. All right. And so uh, in that fraternity I joined in college, right, mm-hmm. I met this dude that was really cool. I just liked him a ton. He was an older class. He was probably three years older than me. Right. And so I wasn't 21, obviously. Right. And so, but I just connected with him and he was able, he, he was my buyer. So he just bought me beer all the time. Yeah. And I'd always bought, bought beer from him or whatever and yeah. shit like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. He just always bought beer for me. And yeah. then I, we just hit it off really easy, you know, conversations. Come to find out, we were at a family reunion not <laughs> two years ago after college. My grandma's half sibling and cousin. Yep. Uh huh. He's her grandson. To my, I'm the grandson of my grandma. We're what? third cousins, or second cousins. Yeah, second well, or third. So cousins. what are you though? And because, also because, because you're half sibling. We're and, second and third cousins. Right. Exactly. At the same time. We're both second and third cousins. He came to my family reunion. I said, what the fuck are you doing here? And he said, what the fuck are you doing here? And then they explained everything. That's my grandma. They explained everything to us. Oh, that's so weird, dude. That's so weird. It was the wildest conversation ever. They had to explain that to us because both of us knew each other already. (laughs) It's so weird to find out family dynamics that you had no clue about growing up. I had no idea. No idea. And then you find out just how fucking crazy everything is. Crazy people are. 
Oh my god! You find out how weird even your family is, dude. The like, amount Jesus of shit, Christ. The amount of shit I just found out becoming an adult. Just about a human. Just about being a a human being. Oh my god! Out so complex. Your family is so complicated, dude. It's wild. Yes, it is. I can't wait to fucking write my autobiography. <laughs> yeah, you think you're gonna? Yeah, I'll write yeah. it eventually. Yeah. But I gotta do something first also. This is gonna a... be this is gonna be my autobiography. That's <laughs> yeah, the plan. maybe, dude. Yeah. Honestly, I don't give a fuck. Maybe I'll just fucking do it on here. I already said enough. Yeah, no. Dude, shit, I went dude. in deep. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I went fucking, in so fucking deep. You're you're talking about from like fucking seventh grade. Dude, I I I mean, dude, I I just have memories that just pop up, man. Like they just like stick to me and like I have I have good long term. I just my short term is kind of fucking terrible. I think. I well, of know. course, I can't remember what I had for breakfast. Yesterday. Yeah. Well, I I have big big on the fucking big moments. You know, I just I think about it a lot. I think yeah. about a lot of things a lot. Sure. You know. Sure. And I don't know whether it's good or bad for me. I can never decide, right? You know. Well, here's the deal: you won't know whether it's good or bad for you until you figure it out. Yeah, dude. Which may be when you're fifty. Yeah, dude. That's the biggest trick here. Yeah, man. that's the the <laughs> thing. You 50, do not know. That's, that's twice the life I've lived. Yeah, okay. So, hey. Quite literally. Bro, I did the arithmetic the other day, and I broke down my life, okay? I, uh, I assume that I would live to be 84. I feel like 84 is a considerable number for my behaviors. I've smoked packs of cigarettes in days. I've uh, drank quite a bit, and so I feel like 84 is a considerable number uh, expecting medical technology to, to, to enhance throughout my lifetime. I found out that I have 3,073 weeks left to live. That's including this week. So starting Sunday, I have 3,072 weeks left to live. That comes out to 0.03 percent of my life each week is 0.03 percent of my life okay i have lived 1600 and i think it was like 42 42 weeks or something like that three pennies on the dollar 1642 weeks is 42 percent of what i have remaining left to live so if I have if I have three thousand seventy three weeks, at this age I've already lived forty two percent of the time that I have left. I also calculated how much I see my family on a yearly basis, and I calculated how many more times I would see them. I will see my mom a total of two hundred and forty three more times, um, if we continue at the rate that we're going. Before she passes away. And I calculated her to live about to be 96. I will see my dad. A hundred and. It was like 140 more times. Before uh, he passes away at the age I calculated 90. My brother also 90. I will see him 180 more times. That is less than half of a year. I will see my brother. 180 more times before I die. It's crazy, man. If you break down, if you break down how much time that you have left on this earth uh, by the week, 
It's crazy that it actually registers as a percentage. 0.03% of my life is every week. So this week I lived 0.03. Next week I will live 0.06. Following 0.09. The following 0.12. The following 0.15. 0.18.21. of my life. Just in a few weeks. That doesn't add up, does it? Nope. Doesn't seem like it. 0.03. That doesn't add up. 0. 0.6. 0. 0.06, I should say. 0. 0. 0.09. 0.12. Right after 0. 0.09 is 0. 0.12. 0. 0.12% of my life. Yeah. 0. 0.115. But 0. you're also 18. going to $83. 84. $84. Eighty-four dollars, eighty-four years. Yeah, 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 but you're you're saying that's. I always think of uh. Oh wait, hold up. How many cents are in a dollar? A hundred. All right, yeah, that's what I thought. Good, I wasn't too crazy. It's minutes I was thinking about. Okay. Yeah, that's sixty. Yeah, that's sixty minutes in an hour. Yeah, so I just translated. So I also calculated how many hours I have yet to work if I were to retire at the age of 65. It's something like 48,000 hours that I have yet to work if I were to graduate or to retire at 65. You know, you know that most of the decisions people make in life are all dependent on the money, though. Isn't that crazy? It is kind of crazy. Um, because they don't think about the time. You're thinking about time. I'm thinking about time. Yeah, I value yeah, yeah. time over money yeah, yeah, yeah. by a long shot. Time equals money, right? Your money equals uh, time. Time equals life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Time but is like, what you have. That is actually the only currency that you have for your life. It is the only currency. It's the only right? currency. But like, we base everything off of the dollar, though. Yeah, most people. And not about the time. Most people, yeah. Well, I mean, governments do that as well, right? That's all they can base it off of is the economics, right? You know, they right base now, it off the economics. in our lifetime, in our lifetime, yeah. I don't think all governments did that. Ancient Egypt, man, they were thinking about time. They have you ever have money. you ever heard the podcast with Joe Rogan and Naval? Naval, Naval. I've heard of the name Naval, but I can't say that I've listened to that one. I can look, bro. It's the greatest podcast of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This one is. Been pretty good. Uh, no, I'm pretty sure Naval's was better. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if it's a Joe Rogan podcast, then, then yeah, I mean, I've had like fucking... Let me just tell you. A few whiskeys tonight. And, Let me uh, just tell you. I can't even say words right. Naval. How do you spell Naval? N-A-V-A-L. N-A-V-E-L. Uh, no, I can't say that I have. I can't even see it. And Are you sure it's not Naval? Like the like your belly button. N A V A L. N A V A L. Yeah, like navel. Yeah. Is it N A V E A L? No, it is N A V A L. Episode thirteen oh nine on the Jogan Road. I have listened to it. It's, he's he's an Indian guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I have listened to it, and this was two thousand nineteen. He was quite literally the smartest man to ever be on Joe Rogan. And wisest is probably the word you're looking for. Um, if I remember it right, 
<laughs> dude, Naval. Dude, Naval respects like how the man reads. He he realizes things that people don't realize in the sense. Um, he he understands like. Let me give you this. He says, I don't read full books. Okay. I read bits of books that I like, and when I get bored, I move on to another one. Okay. I get what I want. I get the information I want from a book, and then I will move on. I started out by reading full books. But eventually, I realized that I can get what I want from a book by just reading certain parts of it. Sure. The most important parts. Yeah. I'm not afraid to skip ahead in the book. Yeah. I don't have to read all the backstory. Mm -hmm. I want to get to the story. Mm -hmm. I spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about the story. I gave no conclusion. Most of the time you did not. I don't have a conclusion yet. Of course you don't. You're fucking what, 24? 25. 25? I'm 25, and I don't have a conclusion. Of course you don't. You're 20 fucking 5. Does anybody really have a conclusion? Are they making it up as they go? Uh, all of us are making up everything into, as we go. Um, but I, I honestly genuinely think you come to a conclusion. But I do not think that happens until your later ages. Between the ages of 50 and 80. That's when you come up with a conclusion. I feel like I'm... Uh, My grandparents have definitely come up with a conclusion. I, uh... This is where I struggle. Mm -hmm. Am I doing all of this... Research into... Buddhism, Hinduism, all sorts of things. Psychology, you know, philosophy... In an attempt to get somewhere that only time can get me. Only experience can get me. Absolutely. Absolutely. That is what I've realized about my interest in um, consciousness, my interest in the afterlife, my interest in what happens, what happens at death. My interest in psychology, philosophy, I've realized that uh, you will never know until it is time. And normally when it is time is before you die. The ultimate conclusion is death. Okay, and that is literally the ultimate conclusion to your story. Your story is ongoing. So you have to be willing to delve into your story. And stop looking for that conclusion because you will not get that conclusion. You will, especially at twenty five, man. You are not going to get any conclusion. Your story is just beginning. I am so when I did my arithmetic for my life, for for living eighty four years, I have lived thirty percent of my entire life. I have seventy percent to go. My story isn't even close to halfway through. My story. Isn't even close to a conclusion. And you are not supposed to know that conclusion. There's no way you can know that conclusion. If you knew that conclusion, you wouldn't do anything. Bro, 
I you wouldn't. I sat here talking. You would be you would be a stone Buddha if you knew the conclusion. Do you want to be a stone Buddha? I you don't want to be know, the stone Buddha. You know what a stone Buddha is. I know what the stone Buddha is. Yeah, you want to be a bodhisattva. I We've talked about this. Yes, we, you do. We know what the bodhisattva is, That's, man. That is a We're man. We're in a place of, in the circle of Hinduism where we have the power in order to be able to become enlightened. We're in such a great place in this time and age, you know. Like we're already get, there. We get to experience it all. Right here, right now. We get to experience That's what we're doing. it all. That is what we are doing, Marshall. Dude. Marshall, we are doing it right now. I'm not getting look at me. This is what we are doing together Bro. right now. We get to experience it. We're experiencing now. Oh what like a cool? fucking blessing. Take a take a second. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool. It's cool as fuck. It's literally absolutely insane. And the fact that we're doing this right now excites the fuck out of me. Oh my it's god. Fucking incredible. It's okay? so wicked, man. It's fucking awesome. Okay. This is wicked cool. It would be literally like my my biggest insight that I ever gained from I was actually sober when I got this insight, which is surprising because I haven't been sober much. Was that you do not know. And there's a reason for that. And the reason for that is that you are not supposed to know. Okay? And so why worry about knowing when you're not supposed to? When you can just be curious. When you are not supposed to. Isn't curiosity the, the greatest the pleasure? driving the factor. Oh, my God. It's a driving factor. Bro. I ask questions more than I make statements. Dude, all I've, I've been becoming better and better about just listening. Yes. Just listen. It's huge. Listening is the best. Oh, my God. It's the best. It's the and best. sometimes I just, I like to talk, you know. Yes, when you I do. Talk, I yeah, ramble. you do. Yeah, you do. You ramble. Yeah, absolutely. No, but I, yeah, what I found is just like, what, but rambling tonight gave me the insight that, yeah, man, I don't know. You don't know. I don't have a clue. No. And it gets me closer and closer to realizing that I don't have a fucking clue. You have no idea. I don't. You have no idea. I'm not there, man. No, you're not. Neither am I. I like to act like I am. What Mitch was talking about ego earlier, yeah. I like to act like I am. I like to especially, act like I am. Especially when I'm at work, I like to act like I know exactly what the fuck I'm oh. doing. I like to show those fucking guys that I'm at work with that I'm the fucking man. That I know exactly what the fuck I'm doing and you better you know. fucking listen to me because what I say is best. I love that. It's great. It's great. I love... It's so good. Oh, yeah. feels so good. Fuels my egos like mad. But the best part about that is it's a beneficial ego. It really is because most of the time, most of the time when when I do that, work turns out nice. Work turns out good and perfect. Honestly, perfect. Like, I fucking laid some panels up the other day. Fucking tits on tits on both of them were perfectly level with each other perfectly level on their own dead nuts it's beautiful beautiful oh, fuck yeah it's Dude, beautiful so i'm working with all these fucking newbies right mm-hmm. and god damn it man 
does it feel nice to help them out? Mm-hmm. Because like I'm like, oh, that's the best part. That's the I know best part. I know what the fuck's going on, man. Yeah. Like and like impressing my foreman who's telling me what to do. Especially fucking uh, especially uh, what's his name, Matt. Matt Naveen, he's particular. He's got yeah. OCD out the ass. Oh, dude. Out the ass. Impressing him. Is like, impressive. With my shit, you know. It's that's just impressive. like. That's impressive. That's a. It, it really doesn't matter who my foreman is to me. Like, I'm going to do good. what I'm going to do, right? And Absolutely. So, like, uh, but, like, being able to, like, tell teach people is so fucking rewarding. That's the best reward. The oh, best. my God. What that's a reward. That's the only thing is. that I love. I, uh, my most recent problems are, uh, I feel like Carlin, uh, doesn't, easy, he just, um, careful, what, just careful, he just, I feel like he's afraid that I have more experience than him, in a sense, like, sure. he was, like, number two at this job site, yeah, and, like, if I'm doing more shit than him, he just wants mm-hmm. to leave. You know? He, he said, wants to leave? He said that to me. He's like, if Marshall becomes number two at this job site, I'll just fucking ask to move somewhere else or whatever so you guys can take care of this. Not a great attitude. but And so I was just I like... I was, I I was just like, okay, yeah, whatever. It's not like that at all, man. You yeah, know, no. This is just where I got to sign. Like, We're on the same, same ship. Yeah, we're, on, we're on the same boat, pal. Yeah, if he, I can help you out, he just let said me help that you to out. me, and I was just kind of like annoyed. I was was, just was he joking? I don't know. He was kind of joking, but I never really know whether he's really joking or not. Like sure. it's really hard with him. Sure. I can't Carlin's really, learning. I can't really tell. He's really young. He's, he's really young. He's, he's learning brand a new lot. He's green to it. He's very green to like a lot of things. A lot of things. I mean, I mean, he worked at Menards before this. You have to realize that. Yeah, Carlin. He, Carlin is going to make an excellent electrician. He Absolutely will be, he excellent. He's really good electrician, yes. but he I needs experience. So. He's he's. Oh my God! He. But he needs experience. He has a lot of great leadership qualities. Absolutely. Already. Absolutely. Yes. But he's going to be great. Uh, the biggest problem he has is like. He he tries to be everybody's best friend. That's an issue. He try he's trying to be everybody's best friend. Okay. And like I I watch him try to be everybody's best friend, and I'm like, work needs to be done too. First, boys. that's number one priority, right? And like I'm here, he, I'm I I show up at fucking six o'clock to work. Yeah. I did not show up to be your best friend. Yes. I will be I your should, best friend outside I, of this fucking I will, job. I will I will have conver- I will have conversations with you during the In day. Depth. Yes. Yep. Right. Me and Matt have great conversations, you know, when we're talking about other stuff. You know, we'll get into it. We're working right next to each other and stuff. We'll talk about wrestling and stuff like that, right? You know, like but it's not long. Easy on that. It's picking it up on the microphone. Sorry. You're fine. Um no, yeah, but like it's not like sitting there all day, all day talking, yeah. you know, nonstop, yeah. you know, and then no, work you, and you, then stop. You do it, you do it for like five minutes max. Yeah. And by the time five minutes rolls around, you're like, oh my God, we've been talking forever yeah. and I have a Better lot of shit to, to do. Yep. I have an obligation. I am here to work. 
Yeah. I nope. love you guys to death. Do not get me wrong. I love you guys to death, but I am here to work. Uh, and you should also be here to work. And that's yeah. that's leading by example. Yeah. Because because there's a commitment. There's a commitment to your company. Okay? And I've kind of gone gone full blown into Kidwell. They've treated me very well. And they've treated me very respectably. And I owe it to them to do my best to establish good workers. And the best way to do that is leading by example. And the best way to lead by example is show up to work, maintain a friendship, but that friendship built around that work. And then outside of work, build that friendship personally. Yes. That is what I like to do. I've done that with all these guys that I've I'm I'm close with. You yeah. Mitch, Carlin, all of them. Yeah, I, I build my side first and then I build know. my I build my friendship with I them outside of it. Yet. Yeah, not yeah. yet. I'm excited for that. I hope we do. So, I really yeah. do. I doubt we will like yeah. soon, but uh I build my friendship with them outside of work because I'm a, I'm a different person. There are two me's. There's me when I'm at work. There's me when I'm outside of work. When I am at work, I two yous. I have like six. Oh what my the god, fuck are you bro! Talking about? I have like seven. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I've, I've, dude, I feel like I have <laughs> sixty me's, bro. dude. I have established. Yeah, I have established. But seven. the work, the work me and the outside me are very different, different people. Very different. People. Oh yeah, yeah dude, it is very, very different people. Very different. Yes, yeah, I mean, because I mean, like I was just trained on like a shit needs to get done, man. You know, kind of mentality. And so, like, I mean, like, because, like, I came from a job where I had me and a journeyman, right? And we'd do one-day jobs. Sure. And it had to be done that day. Turnarounds. You know, one or two days. Yep. Turnarounds. You know, we needed to get shit done because we needed to get fucking wire in the ground in a different place. And we needed to go to the next place. And boom, 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 boom. But it also had to be perfect. Yeah. And... Because we needed customers back, right? Yep. Because we're a small town, right? Small business, small, small town. business. You have to do the best work, right? Yep. And so credibility. You have to, yeah. I mean, like, we had very few competitions, right? But like, if you didn't impress somebody, you know, like, they're gonna call somebody out of town. Yeah. You don't want that fucking business from out of town coming in. If you're the only player in town, you have to fucking impress your fucking city. Absolutely. Right. And so they like, keep going. Yeah, and so. We did that. I mean, we showed we were the fucking people in town to call for any electrical needs, man. Absolutely. I mean, like I do remod. I did everything, remodels, everything. Boom. And then we had our constant fucking farmers. Farmers get pay our fucking bills because yeah. they they're shops. We need fucking. They want us to be this, at their beck and call, that. but they're at our beck and call. Yeah. All these farmers are. Fu- they were out my, our beck and call. They need power. They need power to get their fucking pivots running, to get all of their shit going, all of it, yeah. bro. Like if they can't fucking water their plants because they have no power to their yep. fucking pivot, they're fucked. I mean, what are the fuck are they gonna do? That's all their fucking money. Go out there with the fucking yeah. rain. What do they call those things? Yeah. <laughs> what do they call spout? those things? A fucking spout. I mean, yeah. Sure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm fucking, fucking drunk. Yeah, dude, they're not gonna do shit. I mean, but like, so we had to get shit done in yeah. in days, like yeah. a day, yeah, quick you know, we, and well. We, we're late. Well done. We look 
work late or we get off early. I mean, it's just, you know, if we got our shit done, we got it done, you know what I mean? So fucking, uh, but I worked with multiple different journeymen, you know, teaching different things. You know, I worked with people that knew a lot about fucking commercial, knew a lot about fucking residential, knew a lot about ag. I, I mean, like these journeymen I worked with are fucking, they taught me so much. I worked one-on-one with each and like, they don't get that at this company. I mean, I feel bad for them for that sense. I mean, like, I really true. do. It's I, it's I had the most amazing experience, like, learning. Because I learned so much. Yeah. One-on-one with a journeyman. Like, Well, you learned it well. Learned too. well, too. Kidwell, like, Kidwell, doesn't, the way, Kidwell doesn't offer that right now because they've grown so large. They don't have so enough journeymen. We don't have a second they journeyman, do not, man. They do not have enough middleman management. Yeah. They need they need to implement a uh, incentive to get middle management if they're going to grow this large. Yeah. They need more journeymen. They need more fourth year apprentices who are willing to teach younger green apprentices to do stuff. Otherwise, yeah. otherwise it's not going to be pretty. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm I, I would sit there to teach people the pipe, to teach people how to do like you know things yeah, like absolutely that. i love that i love you know giving, what i mean like, i love giving younger guys skills that they will use for the rest of their life yeah to I support mean, their some family of these guys have it's never beautiful. piped before it's some have piped, some haven't you know like yeah. it's just kind of like whatever you know but now i mean we're on an apartment complex there's just not much to do you know in a sense you know like other than they get just shit pushing done. other than just get shit done right get shit done and push like, it then push we're it. just push it go then i just people see Every morning for the first 15 minutes of work, people are just sitting around talking. I'm like, I'm gathering my tools and getting ready, you know, yep. and I'm put getting in position. I'm just prepared. Like, uh, like, I'm here for, it's my fourth week. This was just my fourth week. So yeah. it's just kind of like, I don't, I, what am I, I can't really just fucking start demanding shit, you know, saying yeah, shit. No, no. So it's just like, I lead by experience. Yeah. Or lead by, lead by, uh, Fucking am drunk. Example. Example. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. Thank you. You're all Thank right. You. Yeah. No, it's just a it's just a struggle in that sense, you know, where I just I don't know. Yeah, you want to be able to say stuff because you have yeah. stuff to say. Jesus. Fuck. Shit to say. You have shit to say, but you're in a position where what you need to do, yeah, is do your shit. Just get it done. Do your shit. Lead by example, and eventually, that will dominate. That will dominate yeah the younger apprentices yeah. and they will see that you are doing well i'm just like i and i'm also you hear struggling. me you know what i'm saying yeah so that's that's what i've done so the reason why i have bought something like the tacoma i've established a setup like i've had is to show younger apprentices that kidwell is a company that will treat you well if you treat them well Kidwell has done nothing but given me respect and given me exactly what I put in to that company. You have to, it's not demand that, but exemplify that. Yeah. And then make sure that the right people are seeing that. Yeah. I'm not kidding you, man. Like, I have a beautiful setup, and Kidwell has done very, very, very good to me. They've done very good to me. I have literally right now everything that I could want as a 20 fucking four year old. Yeah. It's insane. Like two, three, four years ago, I wouldn't have imagined where I was at, like where I'd be at. Absolutely. 
I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have imagined that I'd be where I'm at now. But what I did was I was I I realized that Kidwell was a company that granted I'm a little nervous about how big they're getting. I got in at a very fortunate time where there wasn't a large disconnect between the higher ups and the lower downs. And they need to be careful about that. Because if there's a large disconnect between the higher ups and the low downs, people are going to fall through the cracks who are good, like Carlin. Carlin is falling through the cracks a little bit, and that motherfucker needs to be paid a little bit more than he's being paid now. So, so they need to they need to pay. I hope a I little, get a fucking raise. You will. You will. I think. I think you. Uh, I, I'm waiting for 90 days, and if they don't fucking satisfy me. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I have. Second year's almost getting paid as much. As you have to be like, careful because you 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 also have to watch out for uh, for it's not false confidence because I know you don't have that because I know that you're actually good at what you do. It's it's more like humility. You have to maintain humility slightly longer than what you were used to. So what I did was I I remained humility. Which, yeah. which was more, which was more of a, which was more of a thing that I I didn't have a decision to do because I didn't have much discipline at the time and I didn't have much of a voice, I'm, so I so I was mistaking mistaking weakness as humility, but it worked out so well for me that what I hung on to this weakness, this humility, to to say, hey, I feel like I deserve more than what I'm getting longer than what I could withstand. So I put up with some stress for probably about six months. I did I was doing more work than what I was being paid for for probably about six months. And then my foreman was like, Hey, how much are you getting paid? And I was like, I'm getting paid sixteen ninety an hour. He was like, You're getting paid sixteen ninety an hour and you right now are the only person on this job site with me. You're the right-hand man to the foreman. And I was like, yeah, yeah, which I'm entirely grateful for because it is paying all of my bills. Because that's what it was doing at the time. All it was doing was paying all of my bills, and I was mooching off my sister very hard. And I'm entirely grateful for my sister and uh, for doing that for me. She supported me oh, for a little while. My She's my mother for years to start. Right. Yeah, I I mean I yeah. I can't I cannot give enough gratitude to my family. They've they've gotten me to where I'm at. But I I I came at it from from a perspective of I'm grateful for the little bit that I'm getting paid and I'm grateful for the opportunity to showcase my abilities. And my foreman was like, I'm gonna talk to someone about that. And I ended up getting a three dollar pay raise. That was my first pay raise at Kidwell. It was $3. They bumped me up. I was like, holy shit. Okay. All right, so this company, they've realized that I've been putting in a lot of work. And uh, they're willing to compensate me for that. And I was like, okay, so they're mayor-based. That's awesome. I love that a lot. And ever since then, I don't know if I've had my word or had my mouth in the... Jesus Christ. I've had my name in the word... I've had my name in the mouths of higher ups, but ever since then they've treated me very, very well, and they they increase my increase my pay 
Um, um, not rapidly, but they increase it um, steadily. Equi- steadily. Steadily. That's the word I'm looking for. Equivalently to the work that I'm putting in. And so they've treated me very and well. the experience you gain. Exactly. So I, I'm hoping that Kidwell is not getting so large that the disconnect between having your name in the mouths of the higher-ups um, affects that because there are a lot of really good apprentices we have out there. Carlin's one of them. You are going to be one of them. Granted, you just started, but you will be one of them. Um. And hopefully, hopefully you get your name in the in the mouths of the higher ups, and they treat you well. Because if they do, Kidwell will be a company that can support whatever lifestyle that you're after. Especially if you're after a humble lifestyle. All I want is enough to support my family, my kids, my wife. That's all I want to have a place that I can host people at. That's all I want. I just want I want a I want a home that I can host my family, host my friends, love my wife, and raise my children. That's what I want in life, and that's what Kidwell can provide for me. So I think I'm going to stick with him. Yeah, which is wild. Which is wild as fuck to me. Yeah, that's it's crazy. weird that that I've gotten into a company that that I, I think uh, can do that for me. No, I don't. I don't mean to sound like uh, when I. When I do talk about this kind of stuff and like yeah. experience and shit, like I don't, uh, it's not from a place of like you know like, uh, I'm the shit, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I never feel that way, you know, because yeah. like I literally knew nothing comparatively to everybody else I worked with, uh, in the last place I did or worked at, and then. So, like, I literally never had to train anybody or knew... I never had to work with anybody that was lower than me before, right? Or knew less than me. So, it's a very big, like, difference where, like, um, I'm at a job site where there's only one person, like, a big job site, right? Where only one person knows more than I do, Yeah. right? I'm used to... Two to three people knowing yeah. more than I do at a job site. Absolutely, that's where and I so, came from too. That's where I came from too. And so, like, it's very, very difficult for me to be like, oh, like, <clears throat> you know, like answering questions when like I don't even have a blueprint or I've never seen the blueprint before. Like, and like I'm trying to answer people's questions and stuff like that, and like be like, okay, let's figure this out, da da whatever. And I'm, I just getting my hands on like the iPad where I can start like you yeah, exactly know, where it, I can where I can start like uh looking at prints and stuff like that right. and getting uh, like and I, I had Matt show me a bunch of different stuff about the um the blueprints app or whatever today and I was like you just have to show me this man because I gotta be able to figure out where to find this shit man like I don't know this app I need to be able to figure out how to find shit. I'm used to like a paper print. There is no paper print here. I could find everything on the paper print if I had it, but I don't have one. So just show me where to find it on this iPad. And so I can figure it out. And then boom, I know what the fuck's going on because I can read a fucking print, print. man. Yeah. Okay. Like, and so, so like, so you have to so, understand that Kidwell isn't going to give you that authority yet. They have to fill you yeah, out. Yeah. Right? I, I, and I, they will. Yeah. Okay. Do you, if you want to borrow it, my iPad anytime, no, anytime, yeah, I can get eighty oh eighty eight oh one on there, and you can just take it home and study it if you want. Yeah, but you have to understand that 
that should, you yeah. got a little bit of time, and yeah. then and then. Well, what I, mean, I was saying about it's just it's just like the stress of it. It's stressful. It's, the, it's so stressful, it's the stressful dude. Of the job it's so it's, stressful. It's because I could be doing so much more. So much more. I could if you had access to things. If I had access to things, I could yes. do so much more for the you job. You have to site. wait it out. And we could do. I, I mean, we wait could, it out. We could just get more done. Is the thing. Wait like, it out. I just yeah, I get it. I wait get it out. Wait that's it that's out. just my biggest problem. Man. I know it's, it's so just, stressful, isn't it? You do do you do you think about it when you go to bed and stuff like that? No, no, no I don't take okay, it good. home. Okay, good. Okay, good. No, don't I do don't that. take it home. Good. No, that's no big deal. Okay, so you're it's perfect. Just, so you're perfect. You're literally this is no. you're good at this job. Yeah, dude. Because I'm, you I'm can really shut good. it off and go and to bed. I can just shut it off and go. But to bed. when you're there, yeah, when you're I'm like, there, dude, I'm, I can do this way more effectively. Yeah, if dude, I had more resources, get, we can get shit done. I mean, we. We'd be we'd be days ahead if I had access to shit, man. Like, uh, and, and also I had coordinate. I had a position where I could lead. Yeah, if I could lead, you know. I don't. I don't think that's false. False confidence. I don't think that's I what really, that is. I really do believe. I it genuinely think I could do that too. Because, like, I mean, like Matt's overwhelmed. He doesn't want to be in the position he's at, and he's our only leader, and he doesn't want to be a leader. Yeah. And so he wants to be the second man. Yes, he does. And so, like, That's what I they don't have is. a leader. They don't yeah. have, nobody has a leader. So it's kind of just like random. Like, Matt tells us what to do, but he's just like, he doesn't want to be there. He's thinking about other things. He has wrestling practice after fucking work, he's thinking about also. And so he's like, he's trying to do all this shit, you know, and he doesn't want to be the lead on this fucking job. And it just stresses me out to no end because I, he's all over the place. He's losing shit. He's, he's like, I have no idea where this is at. I have no idea where this is at. Boom, boom, boom. And I'm just. And like, you're also ready for the responsibility. You're like, bring it on. I want to show I mean, you that I can do this. Yeah, just give me, give me something. Give me like, let the higher ups show me some plans for. Show me some weekly plans. I can tell people what the fuck we need to get done within this fucking week. And when when I weeks, when know? I say this, I do not mean let up. Do not let up. Yeah. Okay. Don't let up, but stick it out. Oh, I I I you know what I mean. I, I mean, do you like, know what I mean. I was gonna give the first ninety days like free, scot free for the company. You know, like nothing against the company at all ever. You know, for no. the first ninety days at least, because I was like. Yeah, they don't give me anything until ninety days. I'm not giving the company anything until ninety days. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna work my ass off, you know, right? You know, show them what I got. I gonna, I'm gonna work and show them what the fuck I got. I mean, like that's what I have, you know. Like next week, I mean, I literally have. What do I have? Fucking nine, nine or eight, eight, eight. Fucking what is that? Twenty four fucking hours of work, and they pay me. They don't pay me for fucking whatever the next twelve hours. Yeah, that's and so, I so just, bad. I'm so sorry. I have, I, I have literally nothing. But they yeah. then they offered me fucking. Then they said, uh, you can work fucking three, uh, three hours of overtime. You get next year. You get three hours of flex time, or you can work six hour, six hours of overtime, and you can get six hours of flex time for sure. the first for the three days. So next week I'm going in for tens because God damn it. I need that 30 fucking hours. Yeah. And then also if I get fucking six hours of flex time, that's fucking badass. I mean, fucking yeah. I'll take the fucking six hours of flex time because I'm going to fucking use that man. Yeah. I, I mean, I'll use all the fucking free time I can get also. Cause I want to live my life and go on trips and shit, but I'm going to work my ass off. And like, I need those fucking hours, man. I'm telling you, Kidwell is a great company. It's a great company. I'm nervous about them getting too large too fast. 
I'm keeping an eye on it. Um, I'm not. I'm not to a point where I'm like sounding the alarms yet. I think we're all right. We need to take a trip to Deadwood, South Dakota. Yeah, we do this fucking winter. That, yeah, so you and do. I can get away. We should do that. But uh, Kidwell's a great company, and if uh, I like it a lot, if you can stick it out, I think there's some really good. And you and you can maintain that ambition for responsibility. Yeah, you're gonna make it a long ways in Kidwell. Yeah, Kidwell will. Kidwell for me, as long as I maintain the attitude that I have towards it, I really believe that they will give me what I want in life. My absolute biggest problem. Mm-hmm. Uh. My biggest weakness it really is just uh, schooling. I don't have the schooling for it. Sure. I, I don't have like uh, the the bookwork understanding. Okay. I have all That's actually a big issue when it comes to your journeyman's yep. test. It's I, massive. Yep, yep, yep. You, so you need to be my, able to navigate that code book. Yep. You uh, need to figure that out. I know codes in... Yeah, you know sense. codes, but do you but know how to navigate the code book? No, I don't know that. You, you know. need to figure that so, out. So like... Yeah. So how far I'm, are you? How far are you from being able to take your journeyman's test? Uh, I am mumbling like a motherfucker. I'm sorry. Next, next, uh, <laughs> next September. September. Okay. So you got a little bit of time. Yeah. But that's that's probably going to be the 2023 I, code see, book. Yes. But the problem is, is they've been saying that for fucking I don't know how many years because they never adopted the 2020. So I was waiting to see if they'd adopt. They have to adopt the 2023. They have to. Because I've waited for so long because yeah. I was like, everybody... They're all, not going to adopt every, the 2020. Everybody, everybody always told me, you're going to be on the next one. You're, yeah. you're fucked here. It'll you be know, the 2023. Don't buy the 2017 or nope. whatever. Uh, don't buy the 2020. Yeah. It's pointless. Yeah. And then don't buy the 2020. Yeah. I just went... I was just in code class fucking two weeks so ago So September now. of 2023 is when you'll be able to test out. Yeah. So I recommend buying your 2023 code book, which will actually be... Hopefully they pass. They will. It'll it'll be adopted. Um, I recommend getting that in like May. Yeah. Just so you have the book. Yeah. It's and not the, available yet. Uh, no, it won't. It won't it's be usually. It, usually they do it in October, but they're behind on everything now. Yeah. So yeah. It, it'll so probably be like January. October. Yeah, it'd probably be like January, February yeah, this year. Usually they release the new books in October, though. Yeah. So so you so get that good book. Yeah. And then tab it out. You know, oh, get yeah, the tabs yeah, yeah. on get, it, yeah, index yeah. it. I already talked about all this with all, all my old journeymen. They 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 told me a lot of this stuff about sure, that. Sure. Uh, but they kind of just said you just pretty much wait until you know you know what book you're gonna have, and then you start fucking doing it. You know. And literally, the entire code test is about navigating the code. Oh book. yeah, yeah. I it's know not it's all about navigating. It's, it's yeah. not about what you know. I've I've had these discussions with. All my old journeymen. Off they the all top of your head, me, yep. it's, it's all about being able to find what the question is asking for. Yeah. That's all it is. Figuring out how to be able to go to the right page and find what you're looking for on that question. Hey, That's all it is. By the way, yep. if you ever wanted to move to a small town. Yeah. I'm planning on getting on Lincoln within the next three years. You have the dopest job around Central City. The coolest boss. Um... Around the central city area, yeah. he's he's the dopest. He's so flexible. Yeah, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, the pay is the problem. Yeah, it's not as high as it will be here. Of course not. Right, that's but the thing. It gives you enough. See, that's what the problem is with small towns. Yeah, exactly. 
They're cheaper though. So with like Kidwell, what I would like to do is maintain my job with Kidwell. I would like to move out of Lincoln to a, a town outside of Lincoln. Yep. That is a little bit cheaper outside of Lancaster County and then commute. But I do not want my commute to be more than 30 or 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of a fine line that I'm treading there. But but that's what I, I would like to do. Unless Kidwell mistreats me in some way. If they mistreat me in some way, then I have options all over the fucking country. Yep. All over the country. All over the country. Being a journeyman now, I could go anywhere. I could not, do whatever the fuck. Not technically anywhere. Not technically, I know. State I State to state. Practically fucked up. Practically anywhere though. Practically. I, yeah. Yeah. With my experience. The I state, could practically the state the state anywhere. thing is a little fucked up when it comes to journeyman's test. Kidwell though. It's all states. Kidwell though, I do not see them mistreating me. Yep. As long as they maintain this small company uh philosophy that they're after. So I would like to, I can't believe you're pouring another one, pal. I'm fucking drunk. I need to drink water. One more si- I'm just having one more sip. Yeah, give me another shot. You want to take one shot? One shot. It's, to, just, uh, it's just one little shot. One shot. I'm just going to chug it quick. Uh, One shot to the opening night. Oh, yeah. I've this had, shit's fucking bad, man. This is going we, to be a... Me and you could do this for fucking, hours. I don't know how many fucking hours, hours we could do this. Bro, I could do this on a daily, every single day, four hours. Don't. Did you're I give good. me more? Yo, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, you gave me more. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're fine. I was a little stiff with that, huh? Alrighty, pal. Hey. Hey. To a brand new adventure. Dude. To the new things that will come in life. Here we go. To the things we learn. Pal, pal. Oh, Peaky fucking blinders. Have you watched Jeez. that show? Oh, it's so good. I finished uh, all of it. I really? binge watched it. Okay, so after my journeyman's test, I, uh, so the dopamine system, how it works. Yep. I had a massive peak in dopamine because I was like, I passed my journeyman's test and I was like focusing on that for like four years. And, uh, I went into a, a pretty good depression after that. And all I did was fucking lay in my bed and binge watch Peaky Blinders. I watched the entire fucking thing, six seasons. It's so fucking good, dude. It's dude, so good. I've been I, I, I've seen like shorts. So good. I've seen like shorts of it. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this show looks like badass. It's fucking good. I think I'm gonna fucking I'm get not into kidding it. you. So my uh, my mom and stepdad watched it. I'm not kidding you. I I'm pretty sure Peaky Blinders boost your testosterone. It boosts your testosterone as well as changes your life. I've learned I've learned a lot of things about stoicism. Stoicism, yeah, from Peaky really? Blinders. Yes, yeah. So, so I have you read Meditations? Uh, I have not read Meditations. <laughs> no, but I know about it. Uh, but you, you don't know nothing about stoicism. <laughs> probably, probably not. <laughs> probably not. Marcus but, Aurelius would fucking have shame oh on my your God. fucking If soul I was sitting right here now, with Marcus Aurelius, bro, stoicism. I would. If he was sitting across from me right now, I would just do nothing and let him talk, dude. What a but here's insane the deal. Book. But here's the deal. He wouldn't talk. Marcus Aurelius. If I didn't have any questions or have anything to talk about, he wouldn't talk. It's one of the things that I learned from Peaky Blinders. I'm not, you know, fucking you don't talk unless it's necessary. Yep. Do not talk unless it's necessary. Yeah. 
Uh, dude, you need to watch it. It's fucking good. Dude, I'll watch it. It's so good. You also need to fucking get on, get on my fucking Audible already. I know. But here's the deal. I fucking I, logged in. I know. Listen, yeah. meditation's on there. Yeah. There's so much good shit on there. Yeah. Listen, all right. When you were saying your fucking uh, 75 hard fucking bullshit, whatever, you know, right? <laughs> yeah, bullshit. It's fucking good, all right? Yeah, continue. I, I, no, I loved yours. Yeah, continue. But instead I'll of, send you that, actually, by the yeah, way. Yeah, actually send me that. I will. Um, but for me, what I would have changed, Yeah. guess what I would have changed on that list? What's up? A book a week. Fuck no. You're, I mean, you can do that for you. Um, I don't, I don't know if you know where I come from, pal, but, uh, reading and spelling and comprehension, uh, are not things that I am, uh, particularly good at. I'm, I can do it well, but I am not great Did at it. It takes me a long time. Yeah. What was your 25? Uh, what was your reading? Oh, fuck. If I know 23. I don't know, something like that. Guess what, guess what my reading was? 42, even though that's impossible. My reading was um, 18. Holy shit, that's high bad. School. That's bad. 32 is the highest you can get, I'm pretty sure. 36. But 36, okay. 18 is bad. I had an 18 in reading. Jesus Christ, pal. High school. You fucking suck. Yeah. <laughs> now I love to read. Mm-hmm. This was after... High school after college. For me, I'm pretty sure. How to read. I'm pretty sure high school. I had a. Uh, I'm pretty sure the highest I got was like a. I want to say it was a fucking seventh, no eighth grade reading, ninth grade maybe reading ability. That was the best I got. I literally had a 21 on my ACT, max. Really, the full, total really? score. Really. Yep. That surprises me. You seem more intellectual than. I didn't try at all in school. I didn't either. I didn't either. See, the thing is, I uh, I didn't have to ever. I didn't either. I didn't ever have to try. In no, I was I was that kid that showed up to a test or a quiz. I didn't study for it. I didn't do any of that, and I still got A's and B's. All I wanted to do was get above a twenty. I did. I did score enough in my math on the ACT. My math was so high, it brought everything else up. Um, literally my math was like 29, 30-ish. That's fucking good. And everything else was like low as fuck. Where I, uh, I think I got a 23, not a 21. I lied. 23. All right. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> I got a 23 on my ACT. But, because my math was so fucking high, it brought everything else up. But yeah, my reading was fucking... Sub twenties, you know. Yeah, eighteen. He said. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I didn't know how to fucking read, man. I never read the books. I spark. I either cheated or I spark noted everything in high school. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Never read a fucking book in my life. But now you're you're trying to tell me that you want to do a book a week. I do. I do. I I've read so many fucking books. Okay, so this book I've been telling you about by Ian McGilchrist. Yep. The Master I got of it, yeah. Emissary. You have it? Yeah, I got it on Audible. On Audible. Yeah. I'm telling you to read it. Read it, okay? Take the time to take notes and highlight. 
I'm 35 pages in, and I've been reading it for two months. Okay? But that is also taking notes and highlighting. It's fucking fascinating. I don't know I don't know if uh, you have an interest in in neurobiology and neuroanatomy. Yeah. But uh, I really, really am interested in how the brain works and how that plays into philosophy. That's what I, that, that line between religion and philosophy and anatomy and biology, how it works. You can just say science. <laughs> I mean, science comes from, it's too blanket of a, a statement to say that. But so science so comes from, I'm, I'm basically, 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 inter- what, I'm basically interested in the brain. But that's what most people don't realize. That's science. But most people don't realize science comes from fucking religion, man. Well, they stem together. They can't, science began because of religion. Sure, you could say that, yeah, but, but I think they're one and the same. They just haven't realized it yeah, yet. Yeah, they're one and yeah. the same. They yeah, haven't realized it's it really yet. Like, yeah, it's a branch. I mean, I think myth and story started before science. Yeah, it did. Yep. Yeah, and like it literally led to science, you know, the yeah, understanding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. Understanding and dissecting of yeah, myths, yeah. I you just know, understand. things like that. I I just think that in the world one around the you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I completely agree. I think we're on the same page. <clears throat> we just don't uh create myths anymore, right? Some people do. Like Avengers. Avengers are like our yeah, modern like day myth. myths. Yeah, like modern day myths, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. Uh Read. I I recommend this book that I'm reading now. It's uh, like I said, I don't know if you have an interest in in neuroanatomy and and how it affects our perceptions and everything. I know you do. So do I. That's my problem. Everything. It's an issue, but it's also beautiful. It's beautiful. I love mythology, though. Okay. So, but this this, I studied the Greeks and the Romans. This so far, this so far has been Norse. You ever studied North? Norse mythology? I haven't studied much about North myth. Norse. Yeah, North. Norse. Uh, Norse. Norse. I told you, pal, I'm fucking drunk, okay? Norse. So fucking Thor, Thor and Odin. Norse. Yeah, yeah Norse mythology. Yep. I haven't studied much about it. <laughs> I, <laughs> I haven't studied much about it, but I know about it. Ragnarok. I, I, I'm telling you, though, that uh, this book that i'm reading now it's complicated and takes a lot to get through um but check it out it's fucking it's fucking fascinating so for me i i enjoy myth myths mythologies but i also no not even also i mostly enjoy being on the cutting edge of what we know today i don't know if it's because i'm more rational or what it is but i i i mostly enjoy being on the very cutting edge of what we understand through science today. Can I give you a perspective I have? Yep, absolutely. Uh, your books. Yeah. Uh, you're trying to dissect this book, highlight, fucking analyze everything, right? You're not a fucking scholar. You're not trying to dissect fucking Shakespeare here, right? You're sure. trying to learn things, right? Sure. Read the fucking book. Okay, so there's what what you fucking learn, Marshall. Before you go on further with this, I want I want to make it clear that that I'm not highlighting all the time. Yeah, yeah. sometimes. No, 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 I realize yeah. I realize that. But you said you Most were like 35 I'm, pages in. I'm right? like 35 pages. Yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. literally, like, uh, bro, like, no, listen to me when I say this. Just fucking read it. What sticks out will stick out. 
What, that's what I highlight. What doesn't, what doesn't stick out, just fucking keep reading, man. You that's know, what I do. Like, that's what like, I do. Skip ahead. Listen to the Navel, uh, Naval fucking podcast with Joe Rogan. Re-listen to it. I, I should. I have just, it played, but I should re-listen just to it. Just please okay. re-listen re- re- to it, because that man literally, like, um, like, it should be, like, top priority, honestly, because, like, this will change your mind about reading. Yeah, I mean, like, the what he says about reading, I mean... Absolutely changed my perspective. Like I will go back and forth between books and books and you know shit like that. If it interests me, I'll just keep fucking reading or keep fucking listening. But if I get bored, I'll fucking set it down, man, and I'll move on to something else. Sure, right. And so like it's just kind of like, or I'll move on to a different book or a di- uh, go back to a different podcast. Have you read Joe like. Rogan or Jesus Christ? Have you read uh, um, Jordan Peterson's books? 12 Rules for Life. and 12 Rules and 12 More Beyond Rules. Order. Yeah, yeah, Beyond Order. You've read them both? And uh, fucking... When I say read, did you did you listen to them listen, on Audible? Listen, listen, oh, Yeah. Okay, so for me... I also own uh, 12 More Rules. And I, I read and listened to that one at the same time. I listened to his voice as I read along. 12 More Rules is not as good as the as a 12 Rules for Life. 12 Rules was... I'll give it 12 to you. Rules changed my fucking life. 12 Rules for Life. 12 yes, Rules absolutely. for Life changed my fucking life. Okay. Changed it forever. I mean, I I just got into Joe Rogan randomly. Listen, this this is how I started in all this, like, quest, pretty much. Like mm-hmm. I On got, this journey. Yeah, on this journey, yeah. pretty much. Like, I literally started off by just, like, uh, I started this job, no no ambition, no nothing. Like, it, it was just a job I got. You I know, started right? this job blown out. Blown out of my mind. I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, you wanted some structure, right? Or yeah. something like that. Well, okay, so I didn't even See, get to the point of my Chicago story when we were talking about yeah. it. Yeah. Because I, I worked at a sensory deprivation studio. I don't know if you know much about sensory deprivation. Uh, yeah, I've heard a lot Float about tanks. it from Rogan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I did that for seven months. And I was doing like five-hour floats. That's which insane. It's like a legal psychedelic. It's literally like... I would go into float tanks, and you lose complete perception of everything that is. I've normal. never been in one of those. It's. I recommend it to absolutely everyone. It's fucking absolutely incredible, but uh, so you lose lose perception of absolutely everything, and you gain complete access to what your mind it has to say. And I was doing like five hours, three hours, two hours, an hour at the least floats. And uh, I was doing them weekly. And so I had complete access to my mind at the time, and I was floating. You're good. I was floating on cloud fucking nine. And so I was coming into Kidwell completely blown out. Literally, when I came into Kidwell, I was walking on what felt like, I I would tell this to my brother and tell this to Ashley at the time, I I was walking on what felt like, not even clouds. It was like a Tempur-Pedic mattress. I was just floating. That's how I came into Kidwell, you know. But I don't know where I was going with that. I just wanted to finish my point about kid, uh, living in Chicago. I worked at a sensory deprivation studio. Yeah, dude. No, that's crazy. I didn't realize you floated that much. Often. Every week. Every week. couple times a week. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, it was it was beautiful, man. It was it was absolutely yeah. what an intense experience. It huh? was intense, man. Chicago. How old were you? Twenty or twenty one? So when I went out to Chicago, I was twenty, and I came back at twenty one. No, I I lived there for seven months, so I was still twenty. 
when I came back and I started I started working at Kidwell in uh, July. That's crazy. Yeah. You know, while you were going through that, I was literally just fucking... <sighs> I was either getting blackout drunk in a fraternity... Yeah. <laughs> or I was depressed as shit in my bedroom playing League of Legends for 13 sure, hours sure, a day. Sure, 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 sure. That's where I come from. Sure. I call, My college experience sucked. Sure. I mean, I had fun. I partied a lot, you yeah. know, but yeah. partying isn't shit. How long were you There's in no college? What did you go to college for? Uh, nursing. <laughs> I could see that. I was a phlebotomist for two years. Phlebotomist, two really? Years. Yeah, I worked in a hospital for two and a half years. Really? Yeah. Um, I got to the point where I saw so many people die in front of me. Yeah, it's I was working alone overnights, and I saw so many people die. Yeah. <clears throat> And I, I just got to the point where I just said, this isn't what I want to do, man. Like, it's just, I saw the Death. same people come in. Um, Death. Not getting better. Nope. Just dying. treating symptoms. Dying. Slowly dying. Slowly. They'd, they'd come back into Being the hospital. Full of drugs. Full of drugs. You know, every day, I, I, you know, and I'd have good conversations with people. There's one lady that really put me over the edge. She was the sweetest sweetest kindest lady you ever met and we'd have good conversations in the morning you know because i'd have to wake people up at five in the fucking morning you know yeah. draw their blood because doctors don't come in the seven so they see this is all on the doctor's schedule so i have to draw people's blood at five in the morning because doctors don't come until seven eight and then they have to make their rounds and talk to everybody well you know, they have to get their blood work done and then they look at the chart and then they fucking flip through it and they say Da, 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 whatever the fuck they want to say and then they fucking just move on to the next room right you know boom 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 doctors feel nothing at all yeah. i mean they get so desensitized remorseless I, they they come from a good place right anybody who wants to go in the medical field comes from a good place but once you do it long enough you, you literally you desensitized yeah yeah you Great get desensitized it, so much yeah. so we're like you're it's almost where you become cold man it's every it's day. very dark yeah. it's so dark i mean like I, uh, my mother was a nurse for so many years. So my mother is management now. Okay. And so uh, she doesn't have to do the day-to-day -day anymore, right? You know, because she worked her way up, right? Yeah. But she still has to deal with all the people who have to deal with all of that shit, you know, right? And so, but my mom works at a veteran's home, so, or a veteran's hospital. So it's all the vets, and they're even more fucked up, right? Yeah, of course. And so they have they have a lot of shit, you know? Yeah. Like built up, and so I mean, but my mom's just grown this shell, I guess, and you, you could say, to those kind of things, and so she's pretty. She, my mother's pretty blunt, right? You know, I would imagine yeah. it's it's really hard because my mom's pretty blunt, but she is also an anxiety ridden woman, and my dad's like, uh, pretty quiet just doesn't really say much but he's also just a party animal so like he he's like he's like very outgoing so like they're complete opposites in the sense like where i come from is just such a weird place and like my parents like me, maybe it may be a beautiful balance though. it's if such can, a beautiful balance work it out. because like i i cuz like i can psychoanalyze my parents but i decided at one point where like i just was just like 
I'm just going to enjoy my family and I'm not going to like psychoanalyze everybody in my fucking family. Anymore. Yeah, because when you I, do I that, just got, it's, it's so complicated. I got so tired of it. Marshall, I'm I'm too drunk. You're fine, man. If I'm you too wanna, drunk. If you want to end, that's fine. We need we need to pull this to a conclusion. Hell yeah, brother. Dude, this has been fantastic. I don't know how much uh, you've enjoyed. I've enjoyed this a lot. Dude, this is fucking dope, isn't it? It's, it's, my, it's I, I think... This is almost like what I need to do. This is like me too. Like it's like cocaine. It's like addictive. Like it's, uh, uh, this might be better than cocaine. I think so. I went on a forty hour, a forty hour bender, and the, I don't. The, and I want to <laughs> this, this last year, and I want to keep going more than I want to keep going on that. There, there's nothing but benefits that can come out of this. I yeah. really think so. I mean, me being able to just fucking like talk through some things, yeah, has just awakened me through so much. Yeah, like. And just like being honest about it, I mean, like, I I have more understanding of what like it's it's crazy. Anything, you, just being able to say it out loud is insane. Yeah, being loud, being saying things out loud, and getting things and done just to being the able universe to tell is somebody, great. You know, right. like, oh right. my god, it's and crazy. you also Good tend to be more honest when you're on the mic- microphone. I'm but, so <laughs> I was so, so honest. So I also I want to preface this. So I want to end this with uh, if there was any part of that podcast that you do not feel comfortable with posting on the air. Just let me know, because I what I do not want to post anything that anyone feels uncomfortable with. So I'm gonna preface with every podcast with people who are just getting brand new to it, who haven't had the experience like you, me, Mitch, Wyatt uh, have had. Is that I'm I want to record this no matter what, but I do not want to post it if you're uncomfortable with it. So how do you feel about how this went tonight? Good. Yeah. You don't give a shit. Yeah. I'm pretty open. Okay. And if anybody has any questions about what the fuck I said, fuck them. There's gonna be like four people that listen to this. Yeah. Then we can have them on the podcast, and I'll fucking talk to them about it. You know. Sure. If they have any problem with what I said, you know. Okay. And then we can just talk about it, man. I mean, I'm open. I'm open to all of that. If anyone wants to talk about anything, I'm in. We're drinking and smoking cigars, man. So I mean, (laughs) just like. You know, I'm shitty. fucking actually you drunker know? than I thought I was going to get tonight. Yeah, dude, I'm sorry. How, I was making Manhattans and just fucking. How, how do you believe this? It's we've been recording for three hours and 40, 30, 40 minutes. Holy shit. That's insane, dude. I feel like I could keep going for a couple hours. Straight up. I know. Yeah, dude, I know. Like, no, but I, but I'm also drunk, and I'm like, dude, I need to go to bed. Yeah. I was also planning on possibly putting this under my laptop tonight and seeing what it sounded like yeah. uh, post-recording. That's also a lot to fucking listen to. But I, <laughs> no, well, that's what the notepad's for. Dude. But I'm also not going to do that Do you have any tech friends? I can go to bed. Huh? Do you have any tech friends? I do not. Dude, neither do I. I need to yeah, figure I out some tech friends. I need I need a buddy who is completely into tech and doesn't Dude, care about find talking. A fucking tech friend. Hey, if there's anybody out there who doesn't give a shit about their opinion and wants to just talk, or Jesus Christ, who wants listen. to just listen and uh, do technical stuff, my number is four two five one eight. Hey, no numbers. Seventy two. <laughs> That's not actually my number. Don't fucking call me. Uh, If I have any friends who are listening to this and uh, want to just be my tech guy and can look things up because I also suck at typing to look things up and and all that shit, 
let me know because uh, Marshall, Mitch, Wyatt Kohler, Jake Bauer, Steen, Steen, Steen the Bean, fucking all my buddies, we're going to indulge in just talking with each other and we need possibly someone who can uh, stand on the sideline like Jamie from Joe Rogan. That would be great. Okay, Marshall. Just don't be a red band, man. Yeah, I am... Uh, Early red band. I'm uh, going to stop recording this. It has been absolutely fantastic. Let's smoke a cigarette off a of mic. This has been fucking great. I'm absolutely... Thank you all. It was a pleasure. Beyond excited. Oh, my for, God. What a fucking blast. What was. a fucking blast, dude. We're going we're gonna to do this very often, and we're going to have very many, many things to talk about. Yep. And We're I, probably... We're this probably is, not going to be this fucked up, maybe, most of the time. I don't know about that, but <laughs> I wouldn't promise that. But so, but I'm pretty sure this is my new addiction. Yep. And I'm stoked to have all of you along with me. I can't I wait. Would, I would do this forever, man. Here Hell we yeah. go. Here we go. We're doing it now. And so it begins. So it begins. <laughs>